Because, you know, how the fuck the a whole fucking borough come and take a whole fucking state's fucking team? Like, yo, they said, fuck your shit, my nigga. Like, come on. Come nuts. Come on. That's that's highway robbery right there, my nigga. Hey, bro. Fuck you. You want to pay the taxes? No I'm more. not even mad, yo. New Jersey don't deserve a team. Okay, <laughs> you got to relax, up. my hold nigga. Up, you got to be we definitely did. It's just that people yeah. were paying no matter even when they were going to the finals, they still weren't like that's so- what yeah, but to see, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like nobody in New Jersey was really rocking with the Nets. And, and even though they're gonna lose to the Lakers, you can still just show up and support. But you know that's, that's but they they were they were on their league uh, against the Lakers though. That's just crazy. Could okay. all I'm gonna say is they couldn't have been a Nick fan because it's big Nick energy over here, nigga. You already know what time it is. And with that being said, oh, you're Welcome back to another episode of the CPE Podcast, Season 2, baby, Episode 2. As usual, I am your host, Chief Chris, a.k.a. The Creator Chaos, a.k.a. Mr. I Don't Give a Fuck, a.k.a. The Bronx Bushido, a.k.a. Chiefest. That's my new nickname, Chiefest, nigga, you heard? Like Jesus, but it's Chiefest. <laughs> we, got, we got Chiefest, Bronx Bushido. You know what I'm saying? I, listen, you know I'll be switching it up on them all the time, you know. And as you my man got a new a new AKA every week. <laughs> he's the he's the whole Wu-Tang combined in one, bro. Nah, that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I am Voltron, nigga. I assemble. <laughs> oh, that's and as usual, multiple, per- multiple personalities. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I can't front. I do got those. I ain't gonna hold y'all niggas. No, sometimes I wake up as Chief, sometimes I wake up as Chris. Listen, I ain't gonna get into my dark oh, side. You my heard? God, <laughs> yo, yo, imagine being this guy's roommate. <laughs> one day he's Bushido, one is Chief Chris. You don't know which one you roommate, bro. That that's how that nigga was at work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fucked up, Jay. Don't be giving it all the sauce, my nigga. <laughs> nah, I do be like that, nigga. I'm uh, I'm bipolar. <laughs> I should definitely be on some medicine, man. But y'all already know by the voices, my co-host, you know what I'm saying, join me as usual. But go ahead, introduce yourself, fellas. What's up? Yo, what's going on? It's Jay. Welcome back to another episode. I got Cam here, so, you know, he about to be uh, <laughs> interrupting here and there. But let's get it. I'm ready to pod. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was good. Just ready to pop up some shit. As usual. That's how we do. Yeah. And and everybody knows how we get down to the CPE podcast. You know what I'm saying? We always, from time to time, like to have some of our members from the group come on from Facebook. You know what I'm saying? If you're not a member of the Facebook group, go ahead and join, man. You're missing out some dope shit over there, man. Definitely keep each other entertained all day long. But, like I said, we are joined by another member of the group today. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. Go ahead, King. Hello, I am Aphrodisiac, a young... As you can tell, nigga from Jersey. Central <laughs> uh, Jersey to be exact, you feel me? It does exist, but even though I could be mythical at times. Um, I'm a poet, a nigga that talks hella shit, and that's pretty much it. And that's why you perfect for this one, man, because, you know, we just <laughs> here to smoke some gas and talk some trash, man. That's how we do it over here, man. So without further ado, let me go ahead and hit this for the folks out there. You damn if you do, you can't please everybody. When I learned I can't please everybody, my life was great. I don't care what you think about me. Yeah, you wash. Get out of here. Suck my dick. I don't care, no homo. I don't give a fuck. Because you can't let the world dictate who you are. 
And that's a fact. And that's why we are the CPE podcast, because we can't please everybody and we don't aim to please everybody. Like I said, we just here to smoke some gas and talk some trash. So, gentlemen, how's everybody doing over here today, man? How's how was your week? Start off with our guest. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty good. Solid week. Um, a lot of things happening, positive things. Um, musically, finally finished up working on my new project coming up. Okay. That's in the summer. Uh, getting the final engineering tips in for the first couple of singles to drop in the next couple of weeks. And outside of that, just, you know, drinking water and staying out of trouble. That's right. That's good. That's good, King. What about you two motherfuckers? Oh, that's crazy. I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically you are. <laughs> We all motherfuckers. Nah, it was alright. It was a cool week. So the Flash. I saw Spider Verse again. Spider Verse. I still ain't see neither of them shits. This nigga wildin'. Yeah, man. I ain't get a chance to see Flash yet either. But I got tickets for Transformers tonight. I got tickets for Trap Flash on tomorrow night. So I'm gonna check out both of those over this weekend. But like I said tonight, that's why we gotta get on with this one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my week was pretty calm too, man. You know, uh, just. Finishing up my community service. Got a couple more hours left for that shit, man. You know, working, grinding as usual, you know, getting that paper. And, you know, just getting ready to get off probation in the next two months. So, you know what I'm saying? Turn up in time for my birthday, motherfucker. Oh, and I'm going to go see Miss Badu this Monday coming up. You know what I'm saying? By the time you guys hear this episode when it come out, I will be graced in the presence of Miss Badu. Smelling her incense, hopefully. What's well, a private concert? Is you? No, I mean, but in my mind, it's gonna be private, nigga. <laughs> no, Whoa. I feel that. I'm just saying, my nigga. Like when I see her on the stage, it's not gonna be nobody else. She gonna be singing to me, my nigga. Except for when she gets to the the fucking bars. <laughs> <laughs> when she gets to the fucking bars, and she talking to you, Dan. <laughs> Most likely, but. That's why I won't be there, so I'm not wasting presence. So, as usual, guys, you know, like I said, we're going to get back into reviews, some albums and some songs and singles and shit like that that come out. Um, So it's New Music Friday, man. Um, Anything you guys checked out in particular? Uh, I got, yes. like, halfway through Killer Mike's album, but I didn't finish it. Okay. Yo, I, I, forgot to, I forgot to finish it, too. <laughs> I was like three cuts set late night. And I'm out of mention tomorrow. I oh. completely forgot about that shit. Uh, I've been listening to Kenny Mason's EP mm. a bit. That shit been bumping good. I like Rich the best off of that. That's more off of um, his flow and cadence off that one. I'm like, mm. yeah, you found your pocket in that one. Killer Mike oh. killed it for me. Mm-hmm. That now. Is the best hip hop album to be out. So far. I agree with you. Yeah, like just strictly hip hop based, even with the features, mm-hmm. everything beautiful. Yeah, but I, definitely I feel agree like with he you. took onto the trap of what Vince fell into last year, where he dropped early a great album, but then everyone else started dropping like JID and everyone else. Then it's like, oh, Vince got pushed backwards. So I feel he might did drop a great project, but it's like. If someone else dropped something either just as good or even slightly better, mm-hmm. then all like, my gets possibly overshadowed or pushed back 
depending on who it is. Yeah. See, when um JID dropped last year, you know, I like I remember um earlier the um in this year when we did our recap episode uh for 2022 and um JID's project actually ended up in um in, in my top 5 albums of the year. And then Yeah, it was in my top 5 too. Yeah. And then going back and listening to it after I went to see him perform this uh, a few months ago and everything when he came out to Colorado. And um, I think watching him perform made me go back and listen to the album one more time. And it, I kind of bumped it up to it maybe my second favorite album of the year of, of 2022. And that's right behind King's Disease 3. You know what I'm saying? I had Kendrick being number two um in the beginning. But going back and listening to the Forever Story, that, uh, that shit is just amazing. I'm thinking Dan's jokes. No, no, no disagreement. <laughs> no disagreement. A little disagreement? Why? I said no disagreement. No oh, no disagreements? Yeah, yeah, because you don't, you don't fuck with Kenny like that. You fuck with him. Because it's Z, number one. Because it's Z, number one. <laughs> All right, guys. But listen, so like I said, some new music, man. Um, Joining Lucas came out earlier today. He dropped this uh song called Broski, which is the next single, Um, hopefully off of a new album that he got. he's working on right now. And um, I hit you guys up immediately in the chat, and I told you guys, yo, listen, check this out, you know what I'm saying, because I think this is definitely worth talking about, especially because a couple of episodes ago, we had spoke about storytelling ability and uh, some of the, the dopest storytellers of all time. I can't remember whether or not if I did mention uh, Joyner Lucas, but I know I did mention him later on when we went in the group and we started talking about it amongst the members. So... <clears throat> Um, this right here just solidifies everything that I was saying before, especially in the group, that Jordan Lucas has one of the best storyteller pins out in the game right now. If not, he's probably has one of the best of all time, too. I'm going to go as far as say that much, because if you look back and think about some of his earlier projects, you know, Along Came Joyner, which came out, if I'm not mistaken, in 2017. All right. And that's when I first was introduced to him with Ross Capione um, song, you know, and then. From that point on, I just he just kept on amazing me with more and more songs that he came out with 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 his storytelling ability, you know, especially being able to tell two sides of a story, you know, when he had the "I am not a racist" uh song, you know, he had that Frozen song, you know, when he was talking about uh car accidents and stuff like that, and people, you know, kids losing their lives over drunk drivers and stuff like that, you know. So there's just so many different points for me for Kendrick, I mean, for um Jordan Lucas. Where I feel like, you know, he just kind of solidifies himself and that storytelling ability, you know. So um, do you guys agree with me, first of all, or how do you feel about that? Okay, so I did a quick double check on the year. It was 2015. You were 2015. Close. Oh, see? Okay. So I didn't even think it was. 20, I thought it was 2017 as well. So that's why I had to do the double check. But think about storytelling. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you definitely right on the story. I didn't even ever think about it until just now. He's probably 15, maybe pushing 10, depending on how this project looks. Mm -hmm. Storytelling. Like, to me, he probably is one of the best in this generation edit. But when you want to put him against prior years... Is is somewhere between that ten to fifteen range for Joiner in my mind. Okay, but that's because I don't revisit his music a lot, so that's why I could say yes, he's a good storyteller. But is it a story that I'm going to keep on going back to, which is the enticing part of storytelling, which is why he's not like a top ten. Like there's many Biggie songs where he's storytelling, and I know I will always go back no matter what. But mm -hmm. there's certain Joiners where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's going to be like a certain spot. 
and something like that. Dan J. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, you, I'm gonna have to agree you, with uh, Aphrodisiac <clears throat> because I don't, I don't go back and listen to Joiner often either. Like I listen to it once, maybe twice, but it's not like a song I, on my playlist that I go listen to a lot. But no, nah, he's definitely one of the best storytellers of this generation. But top, like all time, definitely like ten to fifteen. Okay, I, I, I can I can accept that. It's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm also like, not I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to like fall into recency bias either. Mm. Like just so, I'm not mad to opinions. I wouldn't put them there for this because you wouldn't put it where I wouldn't put them like top ten, top fifteen. But I can see the argument for that. Mm. Why not personal? Just to me. Basically, most of rap is storytelling. So there's just too many people who tell stories. Who I like way more. They're gonna easily put them outside top twenty mm -hmm. for me. But no, the song was good though. It's like it's like the regular Jonas stuff. It's what you expect. So I guess exactly. that's why like it didn't, it didn't hit me that hard, but it's a good song and everything else. Yeah, I'm just like okay, trying to do it again. Yeah, and and that's kind of I, I kind of see where you're coming from with that one, um. But unlike you guys, you know, I do often go back and listen to a lot of Joyner's old music, you know, especially because I didn't even know that this song was coming out this week, you know, I had no idea about it, and um, I actually was listening to um to his Alone Came Joyner album and um the 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 number with the the one with the phone number on it. I don't know the whole fucking number up, you know. I don't even remember <coughs> my girl's phone number, so I don't know numbers. Anyway. Point <laughs> I'm just saying, nigga, Siri, call somebody. <laughs> Wait, let me ask say that too loud for this bitch pickup. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, so um let's let's go ahead and let, let some of it play real quick for the fans out there, you know what I'm saying? For everybody who hasn't had a chance to listen to it yet. This is Jordan Lucas Broski. I'm hoping I won't look down. Hey, long enough to see me down. If I ever come down. I'll be falling on the sorry ground Falling on the sorry ground Hey, long enough to see me drown And if I ever come down I'll be falling on the sorry ground Today I had a conversation with one of my bros my homie, he's been close to me since we were six years old He calls my mama mom, he's seen all of my highs and lows From school fights to sharing clothes, from b-ball to fucking hoes He sat me down to let me know some things he never told me Things he never got a chance to say or even show me He said, I know that I don't tell you often, maybe not even at all But I'm so proud of you and your success, broski And I admire how you chase your dreams, that shit's courageous Thank you for never switching up when you got rich and famous Thank you for never giving up on me or having lesser love for me Whenever we lose touch and be on different pages I hope you know I'm here for you the way you there for me It's crazy you done more for me than on my family tree And when I say I got your back just know I really squeeze And make some niggas really bleed, that's really what I really mean I'm proud of how much you matured and grew, but you still you The world knows you for your talent, but I know the real you And all your traumas behind closed doors you never held through and all the pain you act like you don't feel, but you still do I love the fact you keep your shit together mentally You work hard for your respect, don't need no empathy When people look you over and shut you out intentionally You always said if they don't fuck with you, they will eventually I remember when I went to prison When I did a bid and you the only one that came to visit Put money on my books and sent me pictures of some bitches 
They don't make them like you no more, my nigga, you just different And bro, you ain't have to pay my niece's tuition Or set me up with that new job and try to teach me the business Always quick to hold me down before you speak your opinion What goes around comes around and that's the reason you winning But listen, I was thinking maybe Since you my broski and I've been there since we was babies You can hit the bank and break me off with something wavy Maybe just a couple hundred thousand, nothing crazy Cause I've been hurting lately and I deserve it maybe And if you can't do it, that's cool, it ain't like I'll be angry You still my broski and I love you, but that's kinda shady Cause I've been going through some shit, it ain't like I'm just lazy So maybe you should pay me I quit my job cause I don't wanna work for no other niggas Well maybe works for some, don't work for some other niggas Yeah they pay good, but you know I'm a stubborn nigga Plus I know you got my back, right? If not, then fuck it, I ain't asking again Just don't forget who walk with you when you're back to the win Don't forget whose ideas I got you rapping again When you lost your passion and got lazy and was slacking and shit And please don't treat me like them niggas that be asking for shit Cause I never asked you for a damn thing I'd rather pull a hamstring and then run across some fan blades While jumping out an airplane Or sitting in a damn rain while begging for some spare change I'm sorry that we all can't be talented and rich like you The little people still struggle, we ain't lit like you And if we being honest, it don't really seem like you want me to chase my dreams So I can get like you And lately you've been on some sucker shit, that's what I see, broski I hope you know that hater shit is a disease, broski Cause last time I checked, we was a fucking team And just because you got paper don't mean that you better than me, broski I know everything about you, I know every single secret I know where you rest your head at, I know every bitch you sleep with I know where you keep your bread at, I pretend that I don't see shit You a greedy motherfucker, you been hoping I don't be shit You been getting fat while I been starving You been buying every car and house while I been in the garbage I deserve everything you got and more and that's a bargain You just wanna shit on me and see me falling, that's alarming You just hoping I'ma tarnish, you don't want me to be nothing You don't wanna open doors for me, you did a little something But you could've did a little more for me No wonder why your father turned his back on you unfortunately No wonder why your niggas set them traps on you to sorcery You ain't nothing but a phony, you a liar, you a snake And you can rap but you ain't Kendrick, you ain't cold, you ain't Drake Can't believe I called you family, I should shoot you in the face You used to act like you was real, but always knew that you was fake You let the fame get to your head and all it did was made you whack I always knew the day would come when you would stab me in my back One day your money gonna be gone and I'll be happy, that's a fact And then you'll move back to the hood and I'll be laughing when you back But you my nigga and I love you And I wanna see you win, I wouldn't place no one above you And you always been my friend since we was stepping in the puddles Real niggas don't pretend cause you my brother, you my double You my motherfucking twin And I wanna let you know how I appreciate the things you show me It's kinda hard to trust niggas, that's why I keep you closely And look, I know that I don't tell you often Maybe not even at all But I'm so proud of you and your success, broski I'm hoping I won't look down Hey, long enough to see me down If I ever come down, I'll be falling on the solid ground Falling on the solid ground Hey, long enough to see me down If I ever come down, I'll be falling on the solid That was Broski by Joyner Lucas and we'll be right back Yo, fellas, so <clears throat> For everybody out there, uh, YouTubers, um, we just had listened to Joanna Lucas Broski. Uh, make sure you go ahead and check us out on Spotify, Apple for the full audio version of the podcast. And now, without further ado, gentlemen, I just want to get some thoughts on that song right there. The truth. 
and that song right there is what really, really hit me hard. Like I'm sitting back and I'm listening to the song for the first time earlier today because um I'm at, I'm in a group chat with my kid's mother and my kids and um their aunt and everything, right? And um my kid's mom, she has sent me the she sent the, the song to the, the the chat. She's like, yo, join and never miss. So automatically, I didn't even know that he had dropped anything, like I said, because um I was just busy at work today, you know, just do what I had to do. But when I noticed that he did drop something, I'm like, wait, hold on. Let me go check this shit out because she knows I fuck with joining hard. So as I'm checking out the song and everything, I'm just like, yo, you get the stink face sometimes when you hear some music like that. And then just like I said, with the truth that he was just saying in that song all together, it was just something that was like, yo, this is some real shit. And this is what Joyner does so great. You know, he's, he's his ability to be able to tell stories, you know. So, gentlemen, uh, I'll let you take it away. Well, I, what did you feel about the song? It was a powerful. It was, uh, go ahead, go ahead, was, go ahead. Yeah, it was a powerful song. Um, I always say wait for enjoying it whenever he does drop a single. Is um his visuals or like how he will play certain um camera angles or effects to match with what he's trying to say, so that even if you don't get it word wise, you'll get it visually enough to where it's like, okay, this is the tone he's trying to set from going from like the happier color when, you know, on the happier part of Brilski to that awesome switch up, colder, matter tone where, uh, was it? No, it was cold behind um, the bro while with Joyner, it looked the more warmest side if I saw the lighting right for that. Real quick, but it was like the more he talked and the more angry he got, the colder it got and felt, which is like the play on. Like, even though you see your friend, you know, elevating, doing good, you still feel some kind of shit depending on, you know, whatever happened in life to where you're not either rising at the same speed as your friend or you're not, you know, neck and neck. Mm-hmm. With so you'll see that, you know, in life in general from. Just seeing, let me think. I just had my 10 year graduation from high school last year. Okay. And think within the 10 years of seeing how everyone has grown either apart or either together, depending on how it is, that song just hit that right little moment where it's like, dang, we're at that crossroad where like either people are starting to get married now, starting to get their own little families going. So then it's like, okay, people are trying to find their, you know, pack, tribe, whatever that's going to rock for that next couple years on, but if not, everyone's elevating, then it's turning into that moment where it's like, I'm mad as shit, I'm going to vent this to you, but if we're really going to be tight, then we could still work through it, because I'm being straightforward with you about it, but it depends on the people, you know, talking it out. Yeah. No, you can go ahead there. Uh, I actually really agree with that, too. I think he encapsulates just, like, a certain emotion or time, like, when maybe, like, you actually make it up and you have someone who's been there with him and that shows that side, so. Yeah, I see the same thing with the video, too. Yeah, I mean, he usually does have good visuals, so that's a good point, too. But, yeah, no, his videos never miss. Like, especially when he drops, like, singles and, like, mm-hmm. he yeah. wants a message. He He's trying to Say a message in the song, you know his visuals is gonna be on point. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I definitely uh, will agree with all three of you gentlemen um, with that point right there about the visuals. Um, I think that... But no, had... that shit was real. My fault to cut you off. That no, shit was ahead, a real, go ahead, go ahead. Was real song. That shit just go to show, like, um, the people who are cheering your face but plotting on you behind your back. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that shit crazy. And who yeah. is that, Rotimi? Rotimi? Ro- Rotimi, yep. Rotimi, yeah. yeah. Yo, I think Rotimi just, fucking killed the video. He did real good in that shit, yo. Uh, like... Like from Rotimi's body language to his facial expressions and everything, he really conveyed the message over to me properly, you know, to the point where I really un- I-, I felt it because like Aphrodisiac was saying, you know, um, you know, it-, it went from 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 light and then you could start seeing it turn dark, you know, and with even with the visuals, you know, with the lights flickering and, you know, him, you could just see the intentions that he was trying to he was getting ready to get at, you know, like, hey, yo, but listen, like, um. You know, what's up, my nigga? I need this, I need that, but you got it. So let me get a couple of hundred stacks. You heard, like, and I, and to me, and it goes just like what you guys were saying, you know, about when it comes to friendship and how some people do view you sometimes and like as competition or at least be like, yo, well, where are you at now? And I'm better than you and I'm this and I'm that, you know. For me, I always feel like I'm like, cause all right, we're, we have a podcast. So obviously, we are in competition with everybody else out there who has a podcast as well. But I think more or less my competition comes sometimes just for me wanting to propel and be a better, better potter, you know. So that's why I always challenge myself to try to get better each and every week, you know, as as we do this. And, and not only just that, um, like I want to be mentioned with some of the greats. So, yeah, they are my competition. So, you know, and I want to be mentioned with them. Like there's nothing wrong with you wanting to stand, but stand, have a seat next to your peers. You know, I don't want to be somebody who's just. An afterthought, you know, I want to be able to say, yo, oh, yeah, when you talk about drink champs, oh, yeah, but CPE podcast, I fuck with them just like that, you know, or when you talk about million dollars worth of game, you know, just a lot of uh, our hip hop platforms that we have out there in the podcast um, world. So, you know, shout out to all of them, shout out to Joe, you know, shout out to everybody, you know, just continue to get your money, money again, and do what you do, you know. Um, but yeah, so so for me, um, like I said, the visuals is always one of the things I look forward to when it comes to Jonah's music, especially when it's a single. And then, like I said, I just feel like his ability to, to tell stories is just top shelf for me, you know. Maybe you guys, top 10, 15, 10, not even there yet. But, you know, for me, I think he is definitely top 10, you know. And um, I would really have to go down and listen to some, um, look at my, my storytelling rappers and everything like that for me to have a, a proper placement for him. That's yeah, what I what, what is your top five? If you could yeah, think, like, we, no order right now, what is your five? Just to get a gauge. Of what? Uh, storytellers or, or just MCs, period? Uh, storyteller. Storytelling ability. Um, I would have to go with Nas. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, off the top. Nas. Shocker. What a shocker. Yeah, right? Like, uh, <laughs> nobody was expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's number one. Nas number one. I, I I think I probably have Slick Rick at two. I have Slick Rick at two. Um, damn, this is on the spot. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, you know, honestly, you can name most rappers. Most rappers storytellers, bro. No, nah, you can't because just because. Uh, you, I, 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 don't, I don't like the. I don't like the argument like storytellers because most rap is storytelling. Not well, really. I guess. I guess you're doing like the top ten, top fifteen. You're trying to see like who had the most crazy songs. That was storytelling, like, you know, like that, but I don't know, it gets too big for me sometimes with storytelling. I can't, I can't, I can't say most rappers are storytellers, though. Like, I definitely can't agree with that one. You're bugging. 
Most maybe, but then you have music and you storytelling type song. Like storytelling is basically music. Like you're basically saying, like juicy is in the same kind of spectrum as like a dear mama. Like that. Yes, they're both storytelling. Nah. You're saying Juicy is a story? Juicy is a great story, too. <laughs> Bro, he's just telling a story to his daughter when he's going to sleep. How's that storytelling? I mean, yeah, I guess I, I, I agree with you on that one, yeah, but is it the same as Dear Mamba? I won't think. How? No, I'm saying they're both storytelling. I'm not saying maybe like you like one or the other, whatever it is, one or whatever. I think I think everybody I think you are correct. Like every, I, I agree. I think everybody does have a storytelling song in their career throughout they 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 the career they do do one. But I I don't think that just because you have a song that puts you in the same category as people who do this on a consistent basis, you know what I'm saying? So like, okay, so 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 okay, so what's your criteria for best storytelling then? Is it like the craziest storytelling songs? Okay. Okay. All right, my my storytelling. My my criteria, you're problem, bro. Uh, huh? No, because my criteria is kind of <laughs> simple. Is is all right? Is 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 can you? Is can I close my eyes and visually picture what you do? What you what you're telling me with your voice? You know, not only that is it's it's got to have a a a a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got to be some kind of conclusion to the whole entire song. The song has got to stay with a certain type of pace. It can't be you, one minute you talking about this and the next minute no, you talking about something you're, completely you're, off the. The criteria you're using right now is making the list of songs that are storytelling like this short. That's that, why no, I feel no, like I have to, no, no, I have to keep right. a pace. I have to keep a pace now. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a you gotta, you gotta guide me. What do you mean by keep up pace? I guess I understand that. Like, um, okay. So one of my favorite like, modern storytelling, like album wise, is from J. Cole's For Your Eyes Only. You listen to For Your Eyes Only by J. Cole, mm -hmm. that is probably one of the best storytelling albums dropped in like the past 10 years. Wait, yeah, it's been 10 years. So if you look at that and then think of like um she's mine, uh folding clothes, or just that whole album, they all follow that same template of what he's trying to convey from beginning to end. And it ends with him saying, like, oh, I'm sick rapping this because of my friend's daughter has to hear this because my friend died. Uh uh. And he started that from the beginning, but then it got darker and then more than got light and happy and it was but that's like, an album, but that's an album. Chris is talking yes, about songs. Yeah, those individual songs I just named are pure storytelling. But the thing is, he's able to like for me to put you in the top ten storytelling, it gets to such a high level because of hey, he's able to storytell for a whole album. It's basically like hearing an audio book. Mm -hmm. That's what J. Cole is basically doing for us for four years old. And that's why for me, Cole will be top ten. As a storyteller, mm -hmm. or like you said, like a Nas, Nas will paint a picture. <laughs> like you probably don't even really need him on beat; you could just talk, and you'll see whatever you need. Mm -hmm. I bet you talk to a blind man right now, Nas could paint the most beautiful picture for that man. Mm -hmm. and he probably hasn't seen it in his life. That's why Nas for you know I don't like his music like that. I respect his skill. Hey, relax, King. Hey. <laughs> hey, I keep it a being with Nas. I give him respect for what he does, 
I just don't enjoy his music like that personally. All right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for having Aphrodisiac on the show. This is where he's <laughs> <Yeah. your mind. laughs> nah, bro. If it helps, I also don't Jay-Z like that either. So I'm not, it's not like I'm on either of their sides when it comes to their beef either. It's just when it comes to those two. I respect what they do. It's just sonically for me. I'm a tribe guy. Like Ooh, I'm a kid okay. that grew up off a tribe. Miss like I'm a jazz eccentric, you know. Mm. Person going off for Motown stuff like that, so that's why sonically for me, it's gonna go like that. Okay, but I can respect that. Storytelling, what hell? Storytelling wise, if we want to be honest, Q-tip a storyteller. Q-tip definitely a storyteller. If we want to be honest, of course. Is he top ten? Yeah, Q-tip definitely top ten. Definitely, he's top five for me. I, I think I could throw Cuban um Q-tip in top five. You really could do that. I, I really could, especially really with, could. especially with when everything you, that they done on really the tribe albums. albums. Oh my God, Midnight yeah. Marauders! I keep telling people they don't theory. give tribe the credit that they truly deserve as a group. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna get into that group talk in a minute, y'all? Are we gonna get into that. Let's not jump ahead a little bit, but let's, let's. But yeah, so Jay, what about you? What is some of your criteria when it comes to storytelling? And, and give me top three at least. Well, I know his criteria. No, but I, I agree with you, Chris. Like, I gotta be able to close my eyes and see the picture that you're painting. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's my biggest criteria. And it's like, can I relate to it? That's also great. What do you mean by relate to it? Like, like, cause you can tell a story. Can you understand that, it or relate to it? Like, do you have to relate no, to it like firsthand? No, like I, yeah, that's the difference though. Understanding it and relating right. to it. Like, I can understand something, but still not relate to it. Like, not be able to put myself in that position or like myself in those shoes. See, see, that's the, that's like where I have like a big difference. But like, someone who's really nice at what they do, I can relate to what they're talking about because they put it in a way where I understand it. So if I can understand it, then I can relate to it. That's the way I. No, I get it. that. I get that. Yeah. Now we're just getting to semantics, right? With words, but <laughs> that's, that's why, like, even Tupac says in the interview, you know, uh, like, "Baby, I'm hopeless." He's like, you know, a certain kid, which is like the way it sounds, and someone's like going through it. So that's like the relatable part too. But like, you know, you don't gotta have the same type of lifestyle, right? I think you just relate to someone if they say something in the way you understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why I would defer a little bit there. No, that's true. That's true. I get it. And like I said, we all have our difference of criteria when it comes to uh anything when it comes to the music, you know. But <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump into uh, our next topic for the night, gentlemen. Um, Killer Mike just released the album a couple weeks ago, man. And um, after the first couple of listens um, for the first weekend that it came out, I didn't want to jump out the window and just come out and say that it was album of the year for me. So I wanted to let it digest for a little bit because, you know, it, it's Killer Mike, but it wasn't Nas. You know what I mean? Nas automatically just gets album of the year title for me just because. But <laughs> like Nas, <laughs> album of the year. <laughs> um, But yeah, so anyways, uh, old jokes aside, though, Killer Mike, man. Uh, what he's done throughout his entire career, you know, from his solo standpoint, even to the running jewels, you know, I think it's just something that just can be, you know, celebrated throughout our entire, you know, community of hip hoppers, especially when it comes to like what, what, what people would consider like the underground or the non mainstream guys. 
I think he could definitely stand toe to toe with some of the mainstream hit um heavy heavy hitters, and then also even just just out rap some of your the, the grittiest ones when it comes to like a lot of um boom back sounds or even down to because I don't think Killer Mike retains that whole entire South region sound. I think that with his music, you know, you get a little bit of each in each 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 region. Um, in my opinion, you know, I think he could stick to um a South side South sound. But I think that he just goes all over the place for me, you know. So, um, like I said, listening back to that album earlier um, today, because I knew we was going to review it. So I had to give it a, one more final listen. And uh, for me, I, it's definitely got the stamp of album of the year for me. So, um, gentlemen, um, I, I think Afro, you said it earlier, um, with even down to some of the features that he had on this album, you know, it's just dope as fuck, you know. Um so, gentlemen, anything you guys want to say before I just continue to go on? Because I can go on and on. I'm really getting to some of these songs, too. So, oh, no, I'm looking at the track one more time. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing about me is I do not remember track names whatsoever. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm the same way. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, no, like I said, I didn't even finish it. So, uh, I'll let you have it. Uh, what that's, how, that's how you know it's good, though, because like, you just listen to the whole album and just like going through it. You know, like picking just a couple songs you like. So that's that's a good yeah. one. An album, you know, the song, you know, like, oh, it's that song before this song. That's that's like a one you like. Uh, yeah, the intro down by law. Uh, but I do apologize for not listening to the album. I was just like, oh, yeah, thank God. I know, like, first of all, this was I your got, idea to cover the album. I have one job. I have one job. <laughs> <laughs> one job. Bro, I, I, I fuck up. I, I fuck one up job, one job bro. at least every part. And <laughs> <laughs> this is the easiest job. Listen to an album. But I either didn't listen to something or I didn't watch something every week. That's a fact. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, you said this is your number one album of the year. So, what's your second and third? Um, I have to really go back and look at the, look at the, some of the um earlier drops this year in order for me to the, to really come out and say what's number one, two, um, two and three. Um, because what I do usually is about about the, the sixth month of the year, I'll have like a top five or top 10 albums of the year. And then by like October, November, I go revisit that list and I'll go ahead and start taking shit out and putting shit in, you know what I'm saying? Um, So in that aspect, um, but I definitely have Killer Mike as number one. Let me go ahead and look at some more albums that came out in 2023. Go ahead, guys. You can take it away while I do that. Yeah, Jordan, how was the three songs you heard? Dude, yeah, what did you listen to, bro? <laughs> I heard three songs also. <laughs> three songs you heard. That's crazy. This is fire. Though. I have to go to sleep. Oh, I got to look at the track list. Though. He's got four albums. He's got four albums. One's of Jewels, which is, you know, LPs from Brooklyn. So he's like rapping on like Brooklyn type, you know, beats. Like four yeah. albums. That's crazy alone. Yeah, when you put against his work also. What I heard so far was good. I just like to sit there. Like when I listen to an album for the first time, I got to be like in a specific zone. Well, yeah, make space for it. You want the hour. Yeah. 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 Like when you watch something good, you don't be on your phone, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, not much of this shit. I'm seeing all the extra shit in the back. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I got extra shit in the back all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, out of nowhere, ESPN. Someone got traded. 
<laughs> yeah. Nah, that's a fact. That's Jordan's life. That is definitely real. Nigga, you see every time when I say, oh, you see every time when I say, yo, got any extra topics? Where's this nigga send? A whole list of sports. <laughs> you got more sports topics than regular topics. Well, that's a fact, man. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking at some of the lists right now. Oh, Barley James is definitely one of my favorite albums from this year. Uh, Conway dropped one of my favorite albums. I said it last week. Odyssey is oh, yeah, up there. Odyssey. Oh, Ransom, Ransom, and Nicholas Craven. I, I, it was, it was good. It was a really good album. I don't think it's it, for right now. For right now, it's 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 one of my top for right now. Billy Woods, can you say both? Um, I also have um, damn, I just seen the fucking name. I can't even remember it real quick. Westside Yeah, but there was a couple of joints that came out this year oh, that JPEG I JPEG Mafia and Denny Brown. Mm-hmm. That shit was crying. Oh, um, Ketandra and Amina dropped a collab out. I'm going through a list and I'm looking at the ones that I know I, I mean, like. Those are the best out. Those are the best albums of the year so far that we named. Pretty much. And Pretty much. Yeah. Last year too, so. Oh, this... dropped a dope one. Mozzie had a good album. Um, yeah, it was a couple of joints this year so far, but it wasn't really too big for me. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, these are the ones that stand out for me. For me, like I said, uh, right now, my top two standouts is Killer Mike and um, and Odyssey for me, definitely. Like, I just like oh, yeah, Odyssey, too. you know. Um, but yeah, Suicide Boys, it was all right. Um, uh, I mean, Lobby Boys, Lobby Boys was all right. Uh, yeah, it was all right, man. Mino and Jim Jones. Oh, Moneybag definitely dropped one of my favorite joints. Yes, Moneybag is definitely up there. Um, and, and, and Jay knows he can tell you about me and Moneybag. I I fuck some Moneybag. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's like, yo, the way he was doing with Cole, I was doing with Moneybag. He's like another Moneybag. I'm like, yeah, nigga. Memphis in the building, nigga. I'm with Ja, nigga. Hold the gap. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sure. You put me onto some Moneybag because, like, I I, Memphis, I wasn't bro? the biggest fan. Nah, facts though. Um, and, and now and now Thugger just dropped one of my favorite albums this year too. So um, yeah, you know I don't listen to that nigga though. Yo, relax, my nigga. Free, free the slime, free the slime. Hey, yo, all y'all East Coast niggas gotta relax right now. You heard? Like, I will pop with all y'all niggas. You heard? <laughs> yeah, nah, Thug is just somebody I don't listen to. Nah, yeah, I know, cause you a hater, but it's alright. You like Drake though, please. Nah. <laughs> Drake wish. Fucking hate Drake, yo. But yeah, so like I said, uh Thugger just dropped a new album um this today, uh Business is Business. Um I gave it two listens so far, well, maybe one and a half right now. I definitely listened to it the first half. Um, while I was at work and it was like kind of going in and out. That's why I had to let it go back over one more time. And um, right off the back though, like some of my favorite joints is uh the the money on a dresser. Um, the one that he has, he has a couple with Drake. Um, but uh, I definitely like the one that he has with Uzi though. Um, and the Hellcat Kenny, that shit is hard right there. Dang, I'm about to look at that then. You uh, like Uzi? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uzi that nigga for me. I can't lie. Yeah, you look like an Uzi fan, son. <laughs> Yo, that's disrespectful. How somebody look like an Uzi fan? I can't lie. We do get, there is a vibe that comes off when you look at someone's like, you listen to Uzi, don't you? But then the real question is, how much of Uzi did you listen to? Did you listen to him from the beginning, beginning? Yeah. Or did you up on the bandwagon a little bit later on the road? 
That's I was on the bandwagon um, later on the road because I nah, was not a I, fan. I was on the bandwagon from the beginning and I hopped off. <laughs> there was a lot of you that did that too. Uh, let me think. What the first she this John with paradise on it. The John what was? Yep. Does Jordan look like a Does Jordan look like a J Cole fan? Hell yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> you want to know what 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 a J Cole fan looks like for Jordan? <laughs> um, the reasons why that nigga likes a scooter. <laughs> J. Cole, the type of nigga that'll jump on a scooter or ride a bike. This nigga Jordan, when I met him, he was on a scooter. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, he's definitely a Cole fan. <laughs> thing. That's crazy. Them scooters used to be lit though. Nah, <laughs> they came out, it was a rap. You that was, like, I, it was like you, you with your crew shit. Like, all right, we out. <laughs> Uh, nigga, yo, Jay, you seen what I did, nigga, a couple of months after that. I was like, oh, let me get one of these things too, nigga. <laughs> I pulled up to work one day with. Yeah, my shit broke, yo. Yeah, I know, yeah, nigga. I you were supposed to fix that so we could go scooty riding, nigga, but you know, yeah, you and Drew was fronting, but it's all good. Hey, bro. <laughs> that was died on me. All right, guys. So, yes. So, um,. Moving past Thugger, free to slime. Um, so recently, your boy Pharrell had a Louis Vuitton um showcase uh for for his little line, and um he had a couple people walking out, you know, to to some of to some of his shit. But one that stuck out to me was Pusha T and Malice. First of all, first of all, the outfits was trash. I ain't gonna hold y'all niggas. Did y'all see it? No. no. Oh man, hold on. Let me go see if I can find this real quick. I don't be checking for Pusha T news. <laughs> <laughs> yo, my nigga, like, what's up? No, no Pusha. No. Yo, yo, Jay, you and you and don't you be going to VA? But yeah, uh, you be in Virginia, I right, mean, nigga? Hey, that don't mean nothing. Yeah, nigga, you better relax, man. For he send them boys on you. You heard? Stop playing. Yeah, I don't know what boys he sending. <laughs> Them dope boys, nigga. You what he gonna know. say his old his he gonna say his older brother? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he could send Jay Prince. <laughs> you don't want no smoke with that nigga. So Jay Prince gonna get on here and start talking shit. Yo, listen, Mister Jordan, I need you to relax a little bit, young man. You know, no, I promise. Ain't Yo, why, 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 you, why you think he Farrakhan, bro? <laughs> I hate Jay Prince, man. I swear I do. That nigga's mad annoying, yo. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so like I said, push Chris Thomas team. speaks for himself, everybody. Yeah, that's right, Chief Chris. I told you I was gonna be I told you. Nah, yeah, I'm not I might have to co-sign that one too. <laughs> you can, I, you I can co-sign that behind the scenes. scenes. Behind the scenes, I co-signed that. Oh nigga, that's not what I'm talking about, nigga. Nah, nah, yo, Dan, you gotta stand with us, nigga. You part of the pod now, nigga. Somebody gotta stay alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> he said somebody gotta make sure the show go shit. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take over rights and shit. So push the T fire some shots at, at Jim Jones, man. Um, first of all, I just want to get you guys' opinion about something before we get into the record. Um, beef. How do you guys feel about hip hop beef and when it stays on wax? Because I, for one, am not for the the the, the hip hop beef. Whenever it leads after wax, you know, and somebody actually gets hurt, you know, what I'm saying or lose their life or some shit like that. I mean, if nigga guy gets snuffed, he gotta get snuffed. Hashtag bring the snuff back. You know, you know what I'm saying. 
Nah, dead ass, man. Stop shooting everybody. You, if you if you got beef for somebody, go ahead. Y'all niggas just throw the gloves on and snuff each other. Like, what's up? You'll That's get true, problem. though. That's true. Yeah. Nah, bro. We, we ain't got to You ain't got to shoot That's these people. Barrel, you got to kill these people. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, if you got smoke with me, my nigga, you're dead. We can square up your hurt. Like, stop playing with me, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, Jay, you already know, nigga. You already know, you know where I live, nigga. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should do for a second year of CPE anniversary. CPE anniversary, you're going to do what? You guys have a fight. <laughs> 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 like, yo, I've been meaning to get this off, nigga. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll be uh, bombing or whatever, you know? Let's get it on. Let's get it on. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so how do you guys, like I said, how do you guys feel about hip hop beef and when it stays on wax? Because I, for one, love that. To our guest, you are completely right about that. It should always stay on wax. Once it gets off the wax, that's when it gets like, come on, y'all. Now you're like, I hate calling people soft, but that's like on a level of you're upset over words. Now, if what he said is true, then yeah, go confront him. But like you said, you feel me? You don't have to shoot the nigga unless it was like something like. OD egregious, like on some Tupac shit, on some like, I fuck your bitch. But what's OD egregious though? Like, egregious is what I know egregious is very, you very. to be a bad boy, but I fucked your wife. But how is that an egregious? That's not egregious. Like, my nigga, like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's at that not... time, at that time, it's crazy. Yeah, that now time. Now it's not. Now yeah, it's that... not. Now that's regular. But back yeah. then, bro, those are some fighting words, bro. Nah, that's, Yo, a, that, that's what you're the, you're the king of New York? You're the king of New York? And then this guy goes, fuck your wife, bro. Yeah, what? nah, you're the king of New York, and the nigga comes out, the first wow. thing he says on the record, that's why I fucked your wife, you fat bitch. Nigga. Bro. Fake mining. And they got son. pictures. <laughs> they got the pictures, bro. Like, First off, you bitch, you click your claim, nigga. Yo, that, that, nah, yeah. Pac was disrespectful. The record is more disrespectful than it is like on some like yo. He was really spitting some like lyrical miracle shit. It was just a, shit. My nigga, you claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife, nigga. Bro, that's disrespectful. <laughs> like, uh, that's that's not like yo. I'm better at you and rhyming. He's like nah. Call Junior Mafia some mark ass bitches. <laughs> That's just crazy. Yo, that nigga had that smoke back. for the whole entire bad boy Bro, click. At the end of the song, he's like, fuck Tino XL. And you're like, nah, nigga said he had beef for everybody, bro. Fuck Mob D. Fuck Tino XL. He said, don't worry, you little <laughs> niggas got sickle cell or something like Oh, well, hold on, chill. First of all, we ain't gonna say that. RP the Prodigy. That's why I'm my Yo, banger today, you know. I'm the wrong week. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. But R.I.P. the Prodigy, no, first true, of all, bro. man. Uh, 2017, he passed away June 20th, man. I can, you know, it's crazy why that date stays in my head like that because I went, I got to see Prodigy on one of his last performances before he passed away because he performed at Summer Jam that year, 2017, and then he went to Vegas and that's where he passed away at, after his performance over there. So that date always stays in my fucking head, man. You know, so R.I.P. the Prodigy. But yeah, like we were saying, though, um, hip hop beef records. What's up? <clears throat> Jay, Dan, uh, what's up? One of y'all niggas got nah, something? Nah, I mean, I, I, I like it as long as it stay on music, stay in music. But I mean, I, some of these, some some people do be getting real disrespectful, but 
that all right, so does that so so disrespect the same music regardless? Like, all right, so regardless of what they say, it's just it's just bars. All right, so so disrespectful level, right? So all right, I agree that it should stay on a level of, of wax, or if you want to snuff a nigga, you can snuff a nigga. I don't think you should go shoot that nigga, but go snuff that nigga. Like at least like if you if you if I feel like you really violate my nigga, I ain't gonna I don't wanna kill you, my nigga. I wanna beat you up. That way you can live with the with the memory of me beating your ass, my nigga. Like, yeah, that nigga chief, yo. I, ain't nobody go that way niggas could know I ain't, yo, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> play play. Pushita from the Bronx. She, I ain't gonna play play, nigga. I will come beat y'all niggas up. Like, keep my name out of your mouth. I want Stop you playing. to live with that memory, then I beat you. <laughs> yeah, nigga. I want you every time you wake up in the morning, That's nigga. Play, Yo, that nigga Chief, dog. He can't. He really came and stalled off on me. Yeah, motherfucker. What's up, nigga? East side, nigga. DX was popping, nigga. I'm out here, nigga. Today, today, I'm. I came here to pot today, nigga. I'm here today, nigga. What's up, Dan? What's up, nigga? Bro, let me tell you. <laughs> If we're really talking about, like, you want to keep it on wax, it doesn't matter because most rappers are just talk shit. Mm -hmm. You're not really rapping bar for bar who's better. If you're doing that, people are going to talk about it. If you talk shit, people are going to talk about it. So that's like the dichotomy when you keep beef on wax. You know? Because if it's that serious, you don't even got, you're not going to make a record. You just want to do some shit. If you record a song before you actually go do something, you're not that mad. Mm-hmm. You can't be that. Not nowadays, you know. I mean, I'm. I'll, I'll go record a diss track, my nigga. And get mad when you respond, and I'm gonna come beat you up now. Like, nah, nigga, you were supposed to take these bars and not say nothing back. And not say nothing. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even about the bars. They're just talking shit. And they're like, yo, he's right though. He's right. Some some niggas got bars though. Some niggas see. I I, I see. Like I said, Tupac was real disrespectful but you got some niggas who are real witty with their diss tracks like, like we can go on to the common the bitching you my nigga like the shit that he would that's why a lot of people say that what he did to ice cube was more devastating than what ice cube and them did to him because it was something that was out of common's element you know what i'm saying bro trying to battle against common is really like why but then when you see what he He's come back with nigga. But, bro, when you see what that nigga come back with, you like, nah, more niggas should test Common nah, so we could get more of this. Nah. Yeah. Common's People be thinking this would be the most softest people. Like, because with Common, with the Ice Cube thing, people definitely were thinking, like, Common, same with Drake and Meat, which was another example of how a beef could stay on wax perfectly fine and not boil over that much. Mm -hmm. uh, they were getting disrespectful. Hell, Drake to me had to be the most had to be up there for the most disrespectful shit just because of the fact that he made it quotables. And that shit was played at I was in college during that time period. That motherfucker was played at every party, every home. You couldn't get away from it. And then also the fact that I went to college near Philadelphia at that same time, too. Dog, you you could hear a pinch. That's crazy. It was just, it was that impact of like, damn, we uh -huh. just got bodied by the nigga that played in the grassy like this. The flamers meet me with the corn to the like, dog. This is that had um that had to be the feeling of what people saw when Buster Douglas knocked down like Mike Tyson that moment. That's how to be. Mm. I like that correlation right there. But I mean, see, the thing about that is that. 
I mean, Drake did have a good back to back was good. Back to back yeah. was the only thing that was good for me. I didn't like the uh, the other joint, you know. And yeah. um <clears throat> and mix shit was all right too. It wasn't the worst. And you know, but but it, it, it wasn't Drake's back to back though. So that's the one thing about that. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, like you said, it has so many quotables that got turned into a meme, nigga. Is that a world tour or your girls tour? Like, <laughs> like yo, bro, niggas was out here disrespecting mm, yeah. me for no reason. So that was wild to your <laughs> like that was at the birth of like memes really taking off like the way it did. Which was peak. <laughs> it was like, bro. Drake just found a whole different avenue to diss you in a different way, and it's gonna follow you forever, basically. Ever, nigga. Cause then after you lose Nikki, uh, Nikki moves on, whatever the case may be. Now niggas is even talking more shit. Like, damn, it really was Nikki that was holding him up. Cause like where he at now? Like, even though yo, Meek and I honestly thought yo, Meek would have, Meek would respond better. Yeah, I think everyone did. That was the issue. That was definitely. I was issue. like, bro, what? Because <clears throat> like, I was rude. I was rude for Meek. I was like, yo. He came from battle rapping. He do this, and then this nigga came out and just <laughs> like he met a nigga who had a better pen, basically. And that's why the whole point that I went with Common and Drake is that he would understand. Like it's always the tribe type people, like the weird eccentric motherfuckers that have the secret pen always ready for a motherfucker. Cause just because it get tested, and then when that one person does test it. You gonna get down leash monster, then it's gonna be like, oh shit, what the fuck did you just do? Because now exactly. you put the bigger battery on their back because now they just took down who everyone perceived to be, you know, that nigga. Oh, and yeah. once you take down that nigga, then it's like, oh, what you finna do now? And now we see what has transpired, and it's like mm-hmm. And the same thing, like what what just happened, like, and the reason why we getting into that is because, like I said, Pusha just dropped some bars on Jim Jones, man. And um, for me, I I feel like Jimmy was calling Pusha out for a while now. He well, he was talking shit about him. He wasn't really calling him out, but Jimmy has been on the record calling other people out, you know. And I think that after this, what, what Pusha just dropped, you know, I think it's gonna be. It's only fair if Jim gets back in the booth and disses him. Because I don't want to see Jim do some Harlem shit and try to send some goons after him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I don't want another situation like with Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher. Like, nah, nigga, niggas get in the booth and they let's start rapping. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't think that that will ever happen to Pusha, though. I'm just being honest. I'm not saying Freddie pussy or something, my nigga. But I don't think that Pusha, niggas is running up on Pusha like that. He get too much respect in the industry. At this point, niggas like... Fucking with Freddie, like, come on, we tease him because his porn, his, his girl, his baby mom, whatever, is a porn star getting fucked while she got a baby in the stomach, my nigga, splashing all over his cranium. Like, come on, son, like, this is crazy, my nigga. Like, yo, what are we doing out here, people? <laughs> <laughs> splashing all over his cranium. <laughs> the views of Chris Thomas or Chris Thomas. No, what? what are we Did doing out here, Freddie? Like, yo. This nigga was trying to wipe that too, son. This nigga said splashed on his cranium. Like, yo, hold on, son. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's crazy. <laughs> the dating of porn star is crazy. <laughs> if that baby come out with extra mucus in his eye, it wasn't from the damn bag, nigga. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Let me not the talk to you about The views of Chris Thomas are solely of Chris Thomas. <laughs> I'm here to create Somebody scam. come get this nigga, yo. What? <laughs> <laughs> the guests and co-hosts 
You ain't shit, nigga. I swear to God, nigga. Fuck out of here, yo. But yeah, so um, like I said, let's get some bars, man. Keep it on the pens. Keep it on the pad. You guys don't be out there trying to hurt each other. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is great for hip hop as a sport, you know, because it's a sparring session. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really call yourself one of the greatest or or the greatest if you ain't never went against nobody. Like, that's why people revere Nas, Jay-Z, you know, Ice Cube uh, with no Vaseline. That's why they revered as some of the greatest rappers of all time because that not only can they rap, they also can come at you and diss somebody and fuck you up, nigga. Fair point. You know what I mean? So I think I think if you want to, if Jim wants to really come out and say that he's like, especially he's saying that he's, and he is the best Dipset member right now currently, you know. But if you want to come out and be able to say he's like one of the greats from New York, nigga, you got to really be battle tested. He is the greatest out of Dipset right now. Who better than Jimmy? Why are you saying the greatest out of Dipset? Like, that means something. <laughs> the greatest, <laughs> the greatest <laughs> out of Dipset. Okay, that's a big one. Bro. Right now, they're all dismantled. They lost the locks. Like, <laughs> it's not that hard to shine right now if you're a Dipset member. <laughs> Like I said, don't worry about it. He can get it back, man. <laughs> nah, but I'm definitely hoping that Jimmy get out there and do something, yo. And, and push it, yo. Keep hitting these niggas in the head with some shit, man. I love this shit, yo. But go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and jump into our first banger for today. Uh, we gonna start off with Jay for today. Um, what you got for? I got deep wounds by Polo G. All right, so YouTubers, we'll be right back after this one. I've been scarred by your love, left my heart bleeding My soul posted in the shadows with some dark demons I'm on the E-way in a fast foreign car speeding Two, two, three, spit out quick when that chopper ringing We ain't never ducking beef, bitch, we not vegan My little niggas bout that action, they be Glock squeezing Red beams on his head, now his top leaking I heard that boy got man down and now the ops grieving I miss Mike Durb, I won't forget the things you used to say My friends got killed on the same block where we used to play I know that death come unexpected, you can't choose a day I swear I popped so many pills, shit got me losing weight One minute life was so hard, shit had me losing faith I know my head is shaking on me, I've been doing great I couldn't get wrapped up in that drama, had to move away Everything could change, depend on what you do today You gotta live with each decision that you choose to make I used to hustle to survive, I found a newer way Remember high speeds in that hawk, I tryna lose the jakes You got your life in your hands until you lose the case So much potential in the lives these niggas threw away They dreaming about my freedom every night I used to pray I got that check and stay loyal, you make sure my shooter's straight Heard he went unidentified, them hollows chewed his face I've been scarred by your love, left my heart bleeding my soul posted in the shadows with some dark demons I'm on the E-way in a fast foreign car speeding Two, two, three, spit out quick when that chopper ringing We ain't never ducking beef, bitch, we not vegan My little niggas bout that action, they be Glock squeezing Red beams on his head, now his top leaking I heard that boy got man down and now the ops grieving 
stuck, hop out in traffic, let them things bust. Let Joe be bugging, he'll make you get your chain up. This shit too deep, no, I can never get my gang up. Should've never be the same, them trenches changed us. My niggas gone, I miss them days when we came up. If I could be with you, got all the money and the fame up. That pain was so unbearable, I almost gave up. First we was broke, but now I'm swerving in that range truck. We was wildin' in them streets, the savage what they named us. When it's violence on our side of town, they blame us. Smith and Wesson torture, nigga, he get flamed up. No 40 shells crack his head, fuck your brain up. I've been scarred by your love, left my heart bleeding My soul posted in the shadows with some dark demons I'm on the E-way in a fast foreign car speeding Two, two, three, spit out quick when that chopper ringing We ain't never ducking beef, bitch, we not vegan Mollin' niggas bout that action, they be Glock squeezing Red beams on his head, now his top leaking I heard that boy got man down and now the ops grieving That was Polo G Deep Wounds, and we'll be right back. Yo, welcome back, man. We back at it, man. Uh, so listen, fellas. <clears throat> Billboard, they back at it, man. 20 to 11 now. We are getting close to the finale. And um, listen, for all you listeners out there, we did go through uh, a top 20 last week on the last episode. And we told where we, we we took a guess on where we think that people may end up or at least the last 20 groups that will be left over. And we un unfortunately, you know, I mean, it's three people. It's a lot of groups out there. We may have missed a couple of names here or there, whatever case they be. Some of them is like, wait, how the fuck did we not think about those people, you know? So we meant no disrespect by not mentioning some of these artists' name last week when we when we mentioned the top 20 of the people that would be left over. With that being said, 20 to 11 is now out right now, and we have UGK coming in at number 20. <clears throat> G-Unit coming in at number 19. 3-6 Mafia coming in at number 18. Number 17 belongs to Cypress Hill. Number 16 belongs to Beastie Boys. Number 15, Naughty by Nature. Number 14, okay. the Fuji, Fugees. Sorry, the Fugees. 13, Mob Deep. 12, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And number 11, rounding off for the 20 to 11, is the Migos. Um, first and foremost, I want to say that I am happy that Migos is not in the top 10 because we all thought that they would be in top 10 and I'm actually happy. I'm interested in seeing who they do have in the top 10 now. With that being said, um, out of those artists that I just named, the only two, the, the three artists that we didn't mention was, uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, the Naughty by Nature and of course, Three Six Mafia. I don't know how we forgot Naughty and Three Six. But Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, come on, dog. What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. That, that's really a what are we doing here moment. That's the, the automatic top 10. Sorry about that, folks. Go ahead. Continue, Afro. Yeah, um, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, that's top 10. Maybe five, depending on who you talk to, you know, depending on age group, maybe. Well, actually, no. It definitely depends on whether it's 5 or 10 in, like, my mind. Like, I'll put them in 10 because because I wasn't alive when they first came out, so it's not the same impact to me. I put them in top 10 respectfully because without them, there's a lot of groups that probably wouldn't be here where they're at or wouldn't have gotten the ideas without them laying that blueprint out and then, you know, others ran off. But with me, go set 11, 
and with the other groups like Free Six Mafia, Naughty by Nature, uh, Naughty by Nature, Free Six. There was another one that oh, Fuji. Fuji's. Um, Fuji's. the fact that they didn't make the top. I'm not, UGK, another one that I was like at twenty, and then they they under G Unit. That's like. <laughs> That's a bias to me. I don't know who I don't know who that has to be a southern bias somewhere. I don't know. When we release the next album, when they release the last 10, I'll go through all the editors and whoever wrote this down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm gonna have to either be on that episode or something. Like, because they know <laughs> make okay. Either way, make sure you tap in. Already will, but either way, G Unit should never in like be okay. <laughs> On any list, whether you go individually as a group, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. No way. No, nah, that's a fact. I, I, um, shit, you did G unit shouldn't be before fucking um. There's so many names. If we go back up, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't think they should be before Bone Thugs. Like Bone Thugs came in at number yeah. twenty one. Um, the Locks at twenty two. I don't think that G unit deserves think, to be I, higher than the Locks. I think G Unit locks. I feel like are. Right, I feel like that one's the there and there kind of thing with those mm-hmm. two, where people could see you could flip those two either away, but they should be you know closer to each other than you know further apart than what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Dipset is another one that came in at number twenty four. That I don't think that the uh, G Unit should have been higher than them. Or I mean, and and, and and what you were saying also about Grandmaster Flash, and what I was saying is that them motherfuckers is not in top twenty to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. Yeah, if, but, if, if Melly Mel didn't do the message, what the fuck are we talking about now? That's literally the first. That's like the first story he told him rap on that was fire. Okay, Literally. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's literally the message, and then we have the rest of hip hop. So I, I, I would never see something like that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's a whole different argument I that's like to about hip hop fans. Sometimes is how we don't respect the old heads fully or give them the proper the pioneers. Yeah, yeah, like well, comparatively to other genres where you know. <laughs> All right, so so now if we just talking about if we just talking about the impact and what they've done for the genre and everything for the culture, definitely could see them that. But the reason why I wouldn't put them there is because I listen to a lot. I can name twenty more groups that I listen to. I don't listen to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Do you listen to that, Dan? Do you have the message on your fucking phone and your playlist right now? Don't bullshit. Who doesn't listen to the message? How do you not like the message? You got it in your playlist. Show me your playlist right now. Bro, I have a phone. Niggas just I don't. I don't. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Somebody being real with me. Y'all niggas over here capping like a motherfucker. I don't. The I got it on my playlist. I, I will give you that. It's not on my playlist. But like I said, for my criteria for it, just off of, like I said, if you lived during that time period, I could see where you say top five. But just off of my pure respect for what they did and laid down, top 10, they could drop all the 10, but they'll never be fully out to top 10 for me. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Then all right, I'll, I'll give them top twenty. Then I'll be respectful and do that. They're not top ten for me. Yeah, twenty. See, I give that because, like I said, we're young. We weren't alive. Well, I mean, we I'm old, alive. but I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know you old, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> you an Afro, the young boys today, man. Yeah, yeah, little niggas ain't even reached thirty yet. Fuck out of here, son. Hey, that's cool with me, bro. Yeah, I know, nigga, but you'll be 30 this year, motherfucker. So stop playing. <laughs> I got I got four more months. 
I know you happy, huh? I'll be all right. I'm excited, nigga. 40 getting closer for me, nigga. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so 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 <clears throat> like I said, looking at this list, uh UGK being behind at number 20 is just for me, I, I wouldn't put them there. Like UGK is oh. another group for me that's in top 10 for me. Yep. Mob oh. Deep is in top 10 for me. You know? The left denied by nature to me should be top 10. 20, 20 to but that's more my jersey bias for those two. I'll, I'll say that. I'll give that. you that. So then you feel the same way for Fuji's, right? Yep. Okay. Nah, I, I can't put the Fuji's there because they only got one, what, two albums? They got two albums. And even if you want to break it down individually, Lauren Hill, even though she got one for that, and then Wyclef and all he has done. Yeah. Like, I think Wyclef, especially when it comes to production and everything like that, definitely yeah. moves the needle a little bit when it comes to a uh, ranking Fuji's. Why you got that face, Dan? Just 20, 20 to five is just like you're picking that story. You know, like you're picking the stacks. It's just like you could just move it a little bit and it makes more sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like I'm not mad like twenty to ten. This is like you could flip it. And you're still like, all right, make more sense, make sense, whatever it is, you know. But mm-hmm. top five is going to be it's going to be where it's at. Mm-hmm. So let's just go through a list of, of the names that they didn't mention that we have on our top 20. So we have Public right. Enemy, they haven't mentioned. We have NWA, they haven't mentioned. We have Wu-Tang, they haven't mentioned. Outcast, The Tribe Core Quest, The Roots, <clears throat> Run DMC, Salt and Pepper, uh, De La Soul, Daz Effect. And Eric B and Rakim. And the only reason why we threw Eric B and Rakim in there is because they have these DJ and MC uh, mixtures with um, Gangstar was mentioned already. And so was Fresh Prince and uh, Jazzy Jeff. So if they're going to do that, then you then Eric B and Rakim got to be in that mix also, in my opinion, for the top 10. Probably top five. They probably going to be in the top five, Eric B and Rakim. I can see them being put in the top five off of those you made. And what did you say, Dan? Is Run the Jewels on the list yet? No, we have them in an honorable mention. They haven't been mentioned yet, though. I think they got a reason. You think you think Run the Jewels is gonna be there? How can it not be, bro? All right, uh, so I'll add them. I'll add them to the list. Ten years, bro. <laughs> ten years, four albums. They've been touring nonstop. I'll add them to the list, especially for our honorable mentions. At least there's no, there's no way they don't make them, bro. There's no <clears> way they don't make them. I can't believe you have to put them on the jewels. That's come on. I can't believe we really forgot Three Six Mafia though. That's crazy. That is crazy to forget Three Six Mafia. That is really ridiculous. Yeah, I I don't understand how we forgot them or even Naughty by Nature. But yeah, but either way though, like like I said, I wasn't gonna name Grandmaster Flash and them niggas. Y'all niggas could cap if y'all want. Fuck them. Uh, no, not fuck them. But I, want, I, want, <laughs> I wasn't talking about putting them in whatever part of the list. I was arguing the fact when you said, oh, uh, the money belt. I was Started storytelling, which we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, that's... if Rocket doesn't change flow, what are we doing? So, ooh, we all rapping like, like big little, little things like so. I'm saying, like all little things change the trajectory of rap. So, mm-hmm. so question: about it, <clears throat> They also well, have BDP down. Do you think the Juice Crew would be in there? The Juice Crew should be there. They should. Top ten. Can you count that? Can you count that though? Yeah, I don't. I mean, because do they really have an official album? No, it's the uh, Melly Mel album. 
It's just Molly Mall. Mm-hmm. And he's got all of them in there, I think. That's how it is, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like as a as a as a crew itself, the the Juice Crew. Do we have like a that's Juice Crew album? Yeah, no, exactly. No, so that's what I wouldn't count it. Mm. But I mean, if you do, then like that's like number two, number one. Like Fuji Rab and Daddy K. Why do you have like mad people there? We're talking about. Mm-hmm. And depending on what you count, also with the group, because you everybody. Also for the three six thing. Another reason I got beat for three six being so low is their impacts not being as mentioned as it should be. Cause three six, look three six for niggas between like twenty five to thirty five. Feel like they took that sound musically and said, "Yeah, this is our generation sound," and just said, "Go," like Uzi, uh, Suicide Boys, uh, little. Yeah, Lil Pete, rest in peace. Like, so many people ran with that dark, fong, you know, gritty shit from 100%. them and just went. I think it finally clicked my head during that versus just how influential they really were when they started playing all their major hits and just going down the list. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Who run it? Dun, dun. Nah, yo, these, they got some shit, nigga. They've, like, yo, they've been around for 20 years, bro. Like, and, 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 exactly. 30 and they, years. 30 they, years, bro. 30 and years. their longevity in the, in the culture is just crazy, you know what I'm saying? And I know <laughs> every nigga in the world done told a bitch slob on my knob. Chicken hit. Like corn on the cob. He said, said lick no, on my butt. <laughs> Ain't give me. Yeah, that I ain't never said that. I ain't never said that. So I'm just... <laughs> I ain't never said that either, but just juicy the way he said it. Lick on my butt. Get in the bed. Go give me head. I think it was like, yo, he was getting in this shit. I'm like, yo, suck a nigga dick or something. <laughs> yo, stop playing. Hold on, y'all gonna make me play that shit. So stop playing with me, yo. <laughs> I love how he tells that story, how he made that song. Like He was like, yeah, I was just in class one day. and was like, you know what? I'm going to write this and just throw it. And then it just became this whole thing. And it's like, that's like, that's why I love about the creativity of hip hop. Sometimes when they tell the story, of how they created certain songs, mm-hmm. how unironically, they just either knew right away it was going to be a major hit or they had no fucking clue. <laughs> what like that shit was going to do. Nah, that, that that's the beauty of it too, though, man. So, <clears throat> like I said, we named the top, the uh, the remainder of the people that haven't been um listed yet. I'll go through it one more time, and then we can get out of here. We got Public Enemy, NWA, Wu Tang, Wu Tang, and NWA is definitely probably one and two in my opinion. I think it's gonna be end up. They're yeah. gonna end up one and two. However, you want to flip it with NWA being one or Wu Tang being one, and I honestly think that Wu Tang is going to be one because there it'll is no be son. It's no son in the Wu-Tang. world is more recognized than the, the, the W. Wu Tang for like NWA. You think that's going to be top three? Yeah. Okay, so hold on. No, no, because uh, we got Wu Tang, uh, Outcast, a Tribe Called Quest, The Roots, Run DMC. Uh, that's effects, right? Do we have? Oh, we also said Dog Pound, but no, I don't think they're gonna make Dog Pound. De La Soul, Daz Effects, and Eric B and Rakim. Okay, so this is what my beef gonna be. They're not gonna give proper due respect to the non street crew based niggas. That's what they always do with these type of lists. like Outcast, mm-hmm. Tribe, De La Soul. All just those three impact alone. 
probably dominates what you would think NWA. Um, like simple math, right? Uh, they also uh producer the main guy. He worked First with Q-tip a lot. Mm, yes, him. Without him, Q-tip wouldn't be producing how he did. Dr. Dre wouldn't be producing how he did, which is birthing two other iconic. Yes. You yes. think so? Because I, I, oh, yeah. I think Tribe was out before Dayla. No. no. They're all the same time. Yeah. yeah. No, Native Tongues was the was the clique that everyone was a part of. Yeah. Dayla also was together before Tribe became together. Tip knew Dayla so before he got to know Fife. Mm-hmm. That's how they all Played together, started rapping. Ah, uh, you just took the new Nah, I'm I'm looking right now just to make sure I don't I fuck up. All right, yeah. So so yeah. So daylight did come out right before them. They came out mm-hmm. in '89, and and Tribe came out in '90. Yeah, I'm probably one of the biggest Tribe fan, Native Tongue fans there could be for a nigga under thirty. So, that, <laughs> so that's like the one group like clicked. I'm like, nah, I'm, this is why I went on because they have Latifa, uh, Monet. The, just a whole jungle boys black sheep. Black, black sheep, black sheep, yeah. All of them. So those two off rip to me should always be around the top five, top three argument, just off of production wise, mm-hmm. and then even more album wise. And then Outcast, like come on now, Big Boy and Al- and Andre, like, no, like yeah. them individually, two of the nicest MCs to touch the mic. And then them together, that automatic to me. Some past a lot of people, you know, and I think that that big boy gets overshadowed sometimes by by Andre's oh, ability. Can we, uh, can we stop? Can we stop? We've been doing all this for like eight years. <laughs> oh, I'm here to say, it's big like, boy deserves more love. Well, we, the thing is that nobody disagrees about that, but we've been saying this for like five years. It like, is a super, it is a super like internet like discussion. Yo, we don't tell people how ill big boy is. But we've been it's doing the it for truth, five years. though. It's the truth. I'm not, no, I'm not mad at it. What I'm saying, we still act like we don't we don't acknowledge it anymore. Like this we is do, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's this a lot of people out there who will have Andre so far above um Big Boy, Big and it's like yeah. it's not even that that far of a distance to between the two. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Who do you think is nicer? I like Big Boy more than Andre. Big Boy, yeah, I like Big Boy more than Andre. Oh, uh, uh, now y'all are talking about Big Boy right here. This, this is the way it is. Big Boy, what are you talking about? Bro, if we're talking pure bar, technicality, bar, 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 it's Big Boy over Andre. If we're talking about poetic ass shit, like we're looking for a nigga to take the poetic, no drums, just melody ass shit, Andre's going to body that all fucking day. I but like I like Big Boy more than I like Andre, and that's just being I'm being dead ass too. Your life depends on it. One person spits a a, a verse to save your life. Andre or Big Boy? Big Boy. Oh I could mind. probably even spit it. No, I'm oh not. Mean, I can, no, but I could do both. That's the like thing. I, said, I, I was both. letting y'all rock up until y'all come out talking about, oh, you like big. Nah. <laughs> You're crazy. Nah. Jay, you were <laughs> outside when the criminal came out, nigga. What are you talking about? Andre is better. Yeah. I think Andre has better features. I'll give him that. Yes. I'll, Andre I'll has better features. But when they was on, when they was in the albums together, my nigga, I like Big Boy's verses more than I like Andre's verses. I'm being real, my nigga. 
Another Cadillac like playlist, my nigga. I like Big Boys versus I'll, I'll the, the craziest. I'll say the, the criminal. Come on, son. In the earlier Outcast albums, Big Boy was the more superior rapper, just off the basis of the first couple albums. But when it got close to the 2000 and the sound started changing, mm-hmm. that's when Andre became Andre 3000, and that's when he flourished more. Yeah. Like when a, when a criminal, uh, uh, and like uh, that's when the ch- sound started really. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's when Andre came out. Thousand, that was it. That was when people realized, like, oh, he, he, him. Yeah, like it wasn't until the stank on your album. I think that Andre became the superior rapper at that point. Mm. Are we serious right now? I'm being <laughs> dead ass. I like the uh, eighteen aliens, my nigga. All, yo, that, my nigga. all that. Oh that was my all, Like. Yo, AT Aliens and wow. Equimini, and I think wow. I, um, Big Boy was out rapping him on a lot of those yeah. albums, my nigga. Stankonia and is when Andre really solidified himself as probably. You said, you said, <laughs> I'm, you said I'm rapping him. Yes. I'm rapping him. You're yes. wild. Now y'all crazy. See, and I, this, is what, this is what I mean. We, like, people can't even fathom that nowadays because they, because if you actually just went back and listened to those albums, you could go to any streaming site, listen to them, mm-hmm. and like break it down verse by verse. We have whole websites dedicated to break down verses, and you read everything that they did and break down the technicality of everything. It is big boy <laughs> over Andre in those first beginnings, but then my you boy see is turn up. And that's it. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, since we on Andre and Big Boy Talk, man, um, Killer Mike had came out and made a statement earlier this week, but then he didn't retract it, talking about uh saying that Andre is not actually going to be dropping a new album. But I don't know. I'm not going to just go off of what he's saying. I'm just going to go ahead and just go with a lie that I was told that Andre is working on the album. <laughs> I'm going to believe the lie. The lie is that Andre is actually working on a solo album that we've never gotten from Andre. And I think that this would be the perfect retirement thing for him, like to really just say, all right, I'm done now for real, for real. You get a, gust, uh, a couple of guest uh, verses every few years from me, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm going to drop the solo project and it's going to be, and that's it for me. I'm not rapping on nobody else's shit no more this is it for me you know and um i think andre owes big boy a verse but that's another conversation um and but yeah like i said man um andre and and, and to be honest with you too like i said i'm gonna believe the lie i'm looking forward to it like you know so so if it does come out you know i hope he doesn't detox us like dr dre ass you know what i mean but i hope that you know like we get this album from andre gentlemen uh start with our guests uh how do you feel are you would you be looking forward to an andre 3000 album that's number one and number two what are your expectations from him after so many years of of, of hinting at dropping a solo project at, what do you expect him to do okay offer i would love to Andre 3000 album because like we literally just said poetically one of the greatest Motherfuckers just slide on anything like if we had a whole album of like the intro to Players International Anthem, like, like that's right. <laughs> like we had like that on like this modern production, and that's where I feel like it's gonna be the most beautiful part is that we are at a production level where it's like okay. We get as eccentric or as artistry as you want to get, Andre. 
Like, and I all wait, is he signed really to anyone or does anyone really have any? I don't even remember anymore for him. But if he's not getting like any too much outside influence or sources trying to pull him either a direction and he's just allowed to just create, mm-hmm. I think we're going to get one of those real soul touching type shits. Like, I think one thing that hip hop is missing, but it's not that it's missing, it's just the fact that it's just so young. Because people got to remember, this shit just hit its 50th year mm-hmm. last year. So this is the first time we're getting true old rappers now. Mm-hmm. So if Andre goes basically like a Nas type route, type route where he drops a beautiful album on modern production with his you know, iconic flows, little trick words, all that. He's going to embarrass a lot of people and make a lot of niggas either reevaluate themselves or (laughs) put the mic down because they're going to realize real quickly, like, oh. Like, people already know the levels to the shit, but if Andre puts together the album that we all feel like he does, but that's also why I feel like he hasn't dropped it because he knows that we do have that high level expectation. That standard, yeah. And I think what some people don't understand is that sometimes, yes, it's good to have pressure on you, but that same time, that shit will crush you mm-hmm. if you're not, you know, careful mentally or you don't have the right support around you that you may need to, you know, do what you need to do. I Okay, so for Andre, I don't want him to do too much poetry, though. Like, I need him to just, you know, give me... Give me that Decatur, you feel me? Give, give me that young Andre from Decatur that drove the bus to go to the Dungeon family and just rapping the <laughs> all day. Give, give me that nigga for at least three tracks. Mm-hmm. Give me some poetry to give me that for three tracks. We're good. We're tired. Don't need anything else. If anyone tries to call you, I'll fight them for you. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> just play your flute. Chill in the background, bro. And next time you go to Japan, invite me too, nigga. Stop playing. That too, bro. Like, <laughs> but yeah, Andre for that, yeah. And also, he does oh big boy. That's something that I do believe because if for before uh, five passed away, he was able to get his verses to tip. I feel like, especially since you know they're both, as far as we know right now, knock on wood, they're healthy, good living. One more, just give us one more track with both of y'all. Mm-hmm. That'll be it. You know, it's funny you mentioned international um players anthem, right? Um, I was just looking at that song real quick, right? And this is and <clears throat> and like I said, this goes back to what I was saying before about Big Boy being a superior rapper, in my opinion. Um, for Andre, that song came out in 2007. <laughs> that also goes, and he had the better verse on that one out of Big Boy, right? Which so so now Stankonia came out 2000. Like I said, during that Stankonia mm-hmm. era is when Andre started excelling and, and going past Big Boy. So and clearly in 2007 with the International Players Anthem, it's a perfect example of how he had already elevated. Because even that Big Boy's verse on that song is not trash, but it's just not. Andre's is just more iconic, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, damn, how do you feel? Because you can stop making faces at me too, nigga. Right? It'd be all right. Okay, you guys spend like four minutes talking about how amazing Andre 3 Hundred two thousand is, and you guys still want to act like you guys were like telling me otherwise. So when I was talking about how oh, these guys are better than Big Boy, 
Because you just spent four minutes being like, yo, if he does yeah. some poetry, if he drops one verse like this, oh my god, hip hop will stop. That's the point. That's why he's fucking 3K. That's why he's better than Big Boy. You still didn't deny the fact that it wasn't up till this point where he became this person. That's like saying Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to go back and listen before, but I still... To say, just, no, no, but listen, yeah. I think they were neck and neck always. I just think that Anthony still sticks out more than Big Boy. But you guys are saying that Big Boy outranked on with Tosta and Konya, which is crazy. Because that means you're saying their best albums is where Big Boy outrap 3K, which yeah. I don't feel that way. Most of the albums, I don't feel that way. I mean, okay, I, well, like, well, Stinky to me, Stinky only to me is when. All right, all right. So I'll, I'll I'll go back and I'll be a little bit nicer and say Equimini at least is when when, when Andre. Right, yeah. but, you can't even stand on what you just said. No, because I'm 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 going to stand on AT Aliens. The Southern Cadillac playlist is definitely Big Boy out rapping him. I'm definitely yeah. standing on that. But Equimini when he started really like becoming this uh, eccentric individual. If, if you know what I'm saying. Um, his in between 90 and 2000 was where Andre can uh, because literally the next album after Tonya is Speaker Box Love Below, like trash. I'm not trash. I don't know what I say. No, that shit was Frank, but he doesn't rap. It, all right, I'll, I'll go as far as say that he doesn't rap, so yeah, because okay, no. I was expecting a rap album from Andre. He gave me that. fucking... I know you don't think your shit don't stink, but leave a little bit closer. Roses really smell like ooh ooh ooh. Yeah, that shit is fire though. Right. Caroline, Caroline. All right. Anyway. <laughs> no, but um, as far as being like you know, listen, if he wants to drop it now, drop it now. Otherwise, I don't care. There's way too many people, too many artists, too many rappers making music for me to be like, damn, I'm waiting on this. Which is, hasn't, hasn't happened in like 10 years. So I don't care about 2000 now. Mm-hmm. If he drops it, I'm there for it. But I'm not like, damn, I hope this is for real. Like, I don't, I don't care. There's way too many rappers out here like doing some really crazy, progressive, ill shit. Mm-hmm. So just worry about someone who's not dropping shit for 10 years just playing food in Japan. Yeah. That's fine, bro. I'm not going to be here for waiting for some shit. In other words, he said he won't be detoxed again. Okay. <laughs> I respect it. And what about you, Jay? How you feel? I guess I'm in the middle. Like like Dan said, yo, either drop it or don't. I'm not waiting on it. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you ask how, what I'm expecting from him. I'm expecting, like, if he do drop, like, a five mic album. Like, niggas, we've been waiting 10 years. it It better be nothing less than flawless. Yo, mm-hmm. if he has two songs <laughs> and one song is really bad, he's gonna get flamed for that. <laughs> every every three K hit is gonna be like, yeah, that's a, that's your top rapper of all time. Hey, look at yeah, this. Song. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, he bro. can't he cannot do anything but become per- but do something perfect. That's why he's that. That's why to me he's bigger than Big Boy. Big Boy has albums and they're solid. You know, like solo albums, but. If 3K comes out with the album that you think is going to come out with, I think that solo is big boy song three. I don't know. That's speculation. That's speculation, though. Okay, okay. So he has to be dropped something better than Sir Lucius Left Foot. That's what Andre got beat out. Sir Sir Lucius Left Foot. To me, is big boy. 
best solo album. Yeah, that is his best solo album. Because I don't even like the one that he just dropped with uh with Sleepy Brown a couple years ago. It's all right. The big it's all right, but it's not the same as Sir Lucius to me. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause the, like I said, the big sleepover is all right. Cause I did get a chance to see them in um at Red Rocks over here about two years ago when the album had came out. Um, I went to go see them in Wu Tang together, and um, and that's why, I, and that's another thing too. That I was saying, um, when Big Boy hit the stage, cause he was the opening oh act, obviously God. for Wu Tang. <laughs> big Boy hit the stage, money. He started performing his hits, money, and not just the, the hits that he has with Outkast, but his. I'm like, yeah, niggas, niggas, stop playing with big boy, son. It's big boy energy over here, nigga. What's up, nigga? Fuck out of here, nigga. Nah, what they rep, Decatur? Yeah, nigga, that's where I'm from too right now, nigga. Let me go get my, let me go get my ATL hat on real quick. Uh, Andre is in some niggas top five, top ten. I ain't never heard big boy ever mentioned in top five, top ten. Because people do not be listening. <laughs> that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. The thing Big Boy has over rappers who are like, you know, like more underground level is that Big Boy has all the presence, but no one reveres him like that. It's only to spite 3K. Oh, he's better than 3K. He outshines 3K. Come on, man. No, I know. I'm standing on, I've been staying on this Big Boy shit for years. I, Facts, I would, me too. I will forever say Big Boy, yes. I would I even argue with people from Georgia. I even argue with Hold some great from Decatur about this too. And they're like, what? Like, nah, okay, from you, from you too. Who's better, Q-Tip or Five Dog? Five. Five is the reason I rap. Five Dog all day. Like, Fife. who's better, Five or Q-Tip? Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, just rapping. Who do you choose over? <laughs> it's hard. Okay. I mean, because so, so, I probably, I so, probably go, I probably go Tip just because Tip has a longer career. Then he did more things after Fife, like when Fife stopped and, and Tribe stopped. But Fife was no slouch, so nah. it's, it's kind of hard. So it's is uh is Fife cute? I mean, it's Fife and um. Yes, Fife and Big Boy are the same ilk. Of that's Big Boy. Yes. That's Big Boy. Yes. See, see, I, I could go with y'all and think because that makes sense. Chris is capping hard. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You don't, like, you don't like Big Boy. Stop lying, bro. I love Big Boy. Yo, yo bro. Ask my girl. Matter of fact, I got a video. I'm going to send you a video, nigga, of when we was at the concert, nigga. I was rapping some bars off the big sleepover that niggas was like, oh, you know this shit? Yeah, nigga. This shit just dropped. Yo, stop playing with me, son. Big Boy over here, nigga. Big Boy Energy. Stop playing with me, nigga. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a BX legend. Speaking of BX legends, man, I Spice. Legend. Yes. BX legend. <laughs> yo, not every not everybody from the Bronx is a legend, yo. Yo, you my nigga. <laughs> yo. <laughs> nigga. Come on, bro. You looking at the, Bro- the, the Bronx Levin chiefest, nigga. Stop playing me, son. You heard? Like, what? The Bronx legend Ice Spice herself denies the double XL cover. And she claims <laughs> that it was due to her busy scheduling, right? So now, yeah. my thing is... We can go on about a list of people who have denied that cover and who have went on to excel and, and, and their career has taken off to the point where it's like, do they really need that cover? Now, I'm not saying that she is on the level of Drake, but remember, Drake is one of those artists that did deny the double XL freshman of the year cover, right? So now, <clears throat> with that being said, um, do you think that at this point in Ice Spice's career, 
that she needs the double XL cover, freshman cover exposure? No, 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 hell no, not even close. She's on the same level of where Cardi was when they try to get Cardi on the cover, where it was mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I'm, I, I got a song with Taylor fucking Swift. Why would I? You need me more than I need you. <laughs> yeah. Like once you get on T Swift, though, you basically did the crossover. You got the generational play. The only way the Ice Spice fumbles this is if like something crazy comes out, and it has to be like the most heinous shit in the world. I, I heard agree. about this. I 1,000% agree. Um, yeah, wasn't I, she on Vogue? Yeah, she was on Vogue. Yeah, yo, go on. Yo, Whoa. doing double XL. She, she, she was back. in that fancy dinner thing, though. Right. When you yeah, were yeah. dressed in this shit. Gala. Yeah. Yeah. Gala. If, if you get in there, if you get in there, you're good. <laughs> you, you're chilling everywhere. Oh, shit. Look, everybody's on TV today. You know, that, yo, I, I'm not even. She's not over even here. Double XL's over here, bro. I'm not even the biggest fan of the Kardashians, but you are what Kim Car- Northwest TikTok. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you good, yo. You don't need no double XO. No, I agree. And, and, and um, both you guys just mentioned two different um looks that she had over this last year. Vogue being on a Vogue cover and also going into the Met Gala. Like you, you going to the Met Gala is like one of the biggest exposing oh, moments yeah. ever. You know what I'm saying? Like. Bro, you're rubbing elbows with the likes of somebody like Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, and then we can just go into the actors aspect. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, bro. That's how you know. That's how you know she sold her soul. Yeah. <laughs> you got initiated. You already know. Like, she can, she, yeah, that's guys. That's how you know she might be an industry bro, queen. Yo. She has the biggest blow. <laughs> she has the biggest blow since Fifty Cent. Yeah. She could, Why are you with the Met Gala, bro? You know what else she could sell to me, my nigga? You know what else she could sell to me, my nigga? I'm a munch. <laughs> we know. Right. The fact that she munch at Helen McClendon ain't no way. Now, she's a Bronx legend. She ain't selling that thing, you heard? BX, stand up, nigga. Ice Spice, what up, baby? You know what I'm saying? Holla at your mama. Bronx for legend is crazy. <laughs> she's just, a Bronx. Just don't do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna stop oh, him, bro. Right. <laughs> Big BX energy. Big BX, nigga. What's poppin', nigga? You already know the vibes, nigga. Shout out to my niggas in the Bronx, yo. But and shout out to that legend Ice Spice, man, denying that double XL bullshit ass cover. Now, also, I want to say something too, though. <clears throat> Does any we all seen the cover that just came out recently, right? Do y'all niggas know any of these motherfuckers on that cover? Only two. I didn't. I, I didn't even see the cover. I'm gonna look it up real quick. <laughs> only two I knew was like Baby Drill and one other, but that was only because of my Atlanta people. Yo, Baby Drill sounds like a Mega Man boss name, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> That's <laughs> Baby Drill. He said, Mega, Yo. Mega Man Four, Mega Man Four, <laughs> Man. <laughs> Baby Drill. Yeah, I don't know nobody on this. Names <laughs> I don't know nobody on that bitch either, Jay. So you ain't the only one. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is these niggas, man? I don't yeah, know none the of last, these niggas. The last double XL cover that was fire was a thing called Lupe, Jordan. There's one after that. That was what you're talking about. Before that was like Lupe, I think Crooked Eye, I think Blue was there. It was like man rappers. It was like 2010. 
And then there was one that you're talking about, that, like 2014 or something. Was it was it your shit? Oh, 16. That was 16. That was 16. That one, right? yeah. There was a couple of people out there that was like, you know, they made the thing. And that, that cover was contrast too. Nah, uh, because that Davies, G Herbo, yeah. Dick yeah. Savage, Kodak. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know what like, like, oh, like all the thought they weren't gonna make it. All gone. You know what? You know what it was. The cipher was trash. Yeah, that was it. But their music is. But but but, but the artists that we're speaking about the artists themselves. Yeah, the, all were you surprised? All, all of were them are still relevant. Hell yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, bro, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Nigga, you can't make. A, Bro, you can't make a non-traditional rapper be a traditional rapper. You can't do that. There's there's two dichotomies. You're yeah. a traditional rapper or you're not traditional rapper. And then you got reference bluefish. All, all that hip-hop shit traditional rappers. They're going to be able to do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I'm not going to put them in that same standard. Mm-hmm. I am. If you want to call yourself an MC, fuck out of here. I mean, Dude, but I get it. See, but, not, but it was shit. smart. Bro, it was smart to put... Shit, bro. They don't care about being MCs like that. That's not the point. They're making yeah. music. They're looking at like their actual artist artists. Like, you know, like I'm in a band. I want to do like music. Okay, how does this sound? You know, is that... when you're a rapper, rapper, you don't care about what's up. It's like a different yeah, type of like, exactly. thinking, you know? So when you're making more soft songs, you don't care about like spinning crazy syllables in the fucking verse, bro. Like, it's not the same thing. I can't yeah, judge nah, you. And it was way. smart. They put all the non-traditional rappers, like from that 16 class, like Kodak, they put them all in one cypher. Because nobody want to hear Kodak in the cypher with Dave East and G Herbo. Mm-hmm. I want right. that nowadays cool. with Kodak's rapping. I want to hear that cool. now. Yeah. Back then, no. Yeah. Nah, yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. Back then, yeah. nah. Yo, Kodak spit, he spit some shit like, how's that hard? That's crazy. Nah, that's <laughs> a fact, yo. <laughs> yo, Kodak got some shit. What he just said something right over there, bro. Snitch. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? I am so sorry. Like yeah, technical difficulties <laughs> as usual. The government was like, nah, you're not spending that real shit today. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they had to stop us, Joe. So let's get out of out of there, man. Uh submarine. It finally uh comes back this up. This should the... definitely go stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you said you thought you thought you thought the oh you said you thought the submarine pop back up. Hold on, niggas. So did y'all. <laughs> um the Titanic oh, tour submarine has finally come back up to the surface. Um yeah. and <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Mm. Yo, we should have speed recorded that. Yo, I swear to nah, because I don't. I hope this shit doesn't continue doing that. Because then I might have to chop this whole episode. I don't want to do that. Um. <clears throat> anyways, uh, submarine came back up. Rest in peace to all those people. Let's get out of there. That's crazy. All right, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace to all Jordan. those people. Jordan was right. <laughs> <laughs> they want us to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Tate is officially facing some charges for human trafficking, the the big R word, and um amongst other things. Um, gentlemen, uh, I for one will say this much: fuck that piece of shit, lock yeah. his ass up, and um, yeah, and, and, and as far as uh, his little entourage and everybody else, if you riding with that nigga, suck my dick. No pause. All I got. So wait, you got. You got. 
Yeah, yeah, that shit. I, that's, I also heard the window only, the little viewing window in the sub only could withstand pressures up to like, I want to see 4,000. <laughs> so, just don't push it up. Yeah, they don't want us to talk about this. But. Yeah, it got real, bro. It got real. No, they definitely did. Let me lock the thing. All right, go ahead, y'all. <clears throat> but yeah, nah, I heard the viewing window could only like withstand pressures up to like 5,000 feet. And uh, Titanic is at 12,000. That sounds like a national election to me. But... Sound like them niggas were set up. So yeah, of course, but... of, yo, you really want a submarine to go to the blackest and the blackest fucking ocean, like where you can't see anything, where the pressure pounds on you? That's crazy. I'm never doing that shit. I'm sorry. That shit sitting at the bottom of the floor, bro. It's like that twelve thousand five hundred feet under. Like what? Who the fuck? Yo, yo, can you imagine being in the middle of the ocean and you don't see land? Like you look everywhere and you don't see land. That's why I never crazy. I can never. And that's when. Area. And that's when you're on. That's when you're on top. Now imagine going in a submarine and going all the way to the bottom. Why? <laughs> that's why I yeah. tell people why. because niggas are rich. Don't make them smart, bro. No, that's a Yo, fact. Just, you're just like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm bored. <laughs> nah, but they all, they all knew they could die. Oh, they yeah, they, they signed like waivers to go on, and then this one guy said it's like on one page they meant they mentioned uh, you could die. Like three different times. Yeah, but that's, but that's it, like, yeah, not for sure. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah because the the shit couldn't withstand the pressure. Yeah, exactly. Especially after the oxygen. Are like, you know how crazy that is? Like, one moment you just going down and all of a sudden just like that's crazy. I think they imploded when they lost contact. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Too, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's just nuts. I think they imploded when they lost contact. But yeah, man, that shit crazy. Nah, I don't facts. know why anybody would want to go down that bitch. Mm-hmm. You're bored and rich. Pretty much. Nah, facts, yo. I mean, rest in peace. Rest in peace to um all those people, like I said before, man. And um, <clears throat> and then we 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 jumped into Andrew Tate real quick, but then. The government started trying to shut us down real quick. So, um, just going back to Andrew Tate real quick, like I said, uh, guy, he's now facing charges. And um, as I said before, fuck that nigga. I hope he, hope yeah, he gets convicted. Yo, all I got to say is for you niggas who have kids out there, please raise y'all kids properly. Because if they keep looking up to niggas like, on, like Andrew Tate, I swear on my bro. God, I work with kids. Mm. All my life, I ever hear another kid mention Andrew Tate thing or anything about the red pill of these, like, bro, y'all look. It'd be all these kids got access to YouTube, bro. That's the problem. All these kids got access to YouTube. They'd be unsupervised watching whatever the fuck they feel Mm -hmm. like on YouTube, man. Uh, It's weird because. When you try to tell them, like, yo, bro, it's, it's really not that bad. It's not that. They'd be like, oh, but it's like, bro, bro, you are 14 years old. Chill. Just 
work on your personality, you know, hygiene a little bit, you'll be all right. But once you hit 30 and you still kind of struggling, then then you can reevaluate shit. But you fresh, bro. Wait. But yeah. then, I don't know. It's just, you know, y'all know, as young men, you try to find something if you don't have, you know, a good, you know, role model, whatever you need in your life. So it's like, we need either more people stepping forward to take, make sure that they don't fall underneath like the Andrew Tate, you know, path guideline type shit. And, you know, more of the like other way, you know, proper path where it's not like, what the fuck are y'all niggas doing out here? Like, because I feel like too many people complain and not enough be as active as they want to be or they say they want to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's facts. <clears throat> that's definitely facts, man. And so with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our next banger for the night. Uh, yo, what you got for us today, D? Uh, Billy Woods. He's a Brock. That's it, hard. Hold on a sec. What the fuck is this going on, yo? I swear to God, yo, I know. <clears throat> fuck, yo. It, yo, technical difficulties all over the place today, yo. I'm so sorry, y'all. Nah, that's, that's the government, bro. They don't, they, they out. Uh, a hundred hours of balsam and cedar, but wait, who follow the leader? Who ain't just follow procedure? I'm saying. I'm saying I was called to the ether, be a receiver, not a piece of me is drawn to the theater. I was drawn in pain, recording songs in my bedroom, stuff I could never have conjured inside some alternate venue. When you was falling together, I wasn't comfortable ever, and ultimately my value became the sum of these demos. They like my sons and my daughters, even the ones that were lemons, even the hundreds of sketches that ushered nothing but messes. When you was asking about torn, I get the crux of the question, it's just the bulk of the answer is of another dimension. If I close my eyes and think I'm reconstructing an essence that isn't functional at present, I can't fuck with the premise. It's like the act itself would almost undercut the intention. If I show up for attendance, I'm just unplugging the message. Tell me something, what's a sheep when everyone is a shepherd or better yet? What's a student who ain't rough around the edges using music to confront the gunk that's coming up as engines? I ain't judging, I ain't nothing if not buffing out a blemish intent. I'm really not some fish out of water as I don't practice a discipline you can fit on an altar but just don't figure in that hole to what the vision involved. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not another brick in the wall. Yeah. Time to kill, but time must renew and hold up somewhere they have to move. My room had a view, safe full of euros. I miss having nothing to lose. 22 one in Amsterdam, 2200 in my shoes. Jay Z in the disc man, two grams in the wood, tossing in the canal if it starts to canoe. Cannonball run now, it's barely a splash in the hotel pool. The night's young, I sit in the corner and watch him move, spinning like vinyl, jumping out the groove. Grassy gin winning over sweet vermouth, framboise, ginger root, muscles and palm freaks, confit leaks, 
feast like gongies, harvest. The expatriate heard me speak American, five, three, thick as kanji, porridge. Took a seat, immediately smelled weed. We smoked outside in the darkness of the eve. Jaundice, moon, she had perfect teeth. Purple haze had your boy like, come home with me. She kissed my cheek, diplomacy. I walked cobblestone streets alone, Old Testament stone, old poems just out of reach. Congolese, concierge, fast asleep. Big, lonely, sweet from the tiny balcony. I watched my planes leave. All right, and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. So let's start off this next segment with uh <clears throat> so I was really I was looking at this video the other day, and um this one girl she comes on, she says that uh she only has sex with her man once a month, like she doesn't have to give it up like that. Um, she don't want her walls damaged, whatever the case may be, right? Now, not trying to be in a woman's business, that's a woman's business on that, but for you gentlemen. How often is a healthy sex life and how little is a, is, is are we talking? Because for me, once a month, if a bitch is giving up once a month, we not together no more. I'm sorry. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like once a month, my nigga? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, mean, like, I think once a month is too little, but like probably like Three times, two, three times a week. It's a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can see that two, three times. I mean, um, I got mine a little bit higher, but you know what I mean. But um, <clears throat> no, I mean that's just like bare minimum for healthy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, if the most average of average vanilla niggas would be like two to three. Hmm. I don't think uh, for me, I don't, I don't uh, like because I don't feel like I necessarily need it every day. You know what I'm saying? I just think that when it's time, when when I when I get that itch, baby, you know what I'm saying? Come scratch that thing. You know what I mean? Stop playing with me. Come pin. Listen, when I want to fuck, I want to fuck. That's just how I'm going to say it. you heard. Like, and <clears throat> I got time because I got times like myself. Like, I just don't want to fuck tonight. Like, I'm sorry. I want to go to bed. I'm tired. Whatever case it be. I'm just, listen, leave me alone. You want some dick that bad? You know what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's why I encourage I encourage men to don't be jealous of your women when they get toys and shit. Let that let 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 Shorty do her thing, my nigga. Cause this is gonna be nice when I don't want to get my I don't want to get my shit off, my nigga. I'm good. Like, like I'm going to sleep. Go ahead. You you got plenty of toys, baby. Go play with one of them things. You heard? Like, just don't just don't be disrespectful and do that shit in the bathroom while I'm in the room. You heard? Like, go go somewhere else with that bullshit. I'm gonna hear that rabbit over there, nigga. Like. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and all I hear, and, and I'm trying to go to sleep, and I hear her moaning. I'm like, "Well, shit! If you gonna be that loud, might as well have giving you some dick, bitch. Like, what the fuck, yo? <laughs> you got you still keeping me up anyway. <laughs> Just be discreet with your shit, ladies. You heard? like, cause don't be in the next room, nigga. <laughs> oh, machine going on. <laughs> 
but yeah, so nah, but yeah, I thought that this woman, she was out of her fucking mind when she said that she only, she, she, uh, uh, and then she also came out, she said that, oh, I don't see a ring on my finger, so if I ain't got a ring on my finger, I ain't got to fuck you every day of the week. I ain't saying you got to fuck me every day of the week for you to get, but, but, but honestly though, by you not giving me no pussy, how you think I'm going to give you that ring? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, if you only give me pussy once a month, bitch, how you think you gonna get me? A, how you think you gonna get a ring? I see both, both sides very strong because, like, she said her boundary. And if the nigga says, "Sure, I'm down for that," then that's on the nigga. You feel me? Then mm-hmm. I can't blame her. But sure. if she did not say that shit prior in, and then sprung that on him, like one day decided to get together. And now she's like, oh, I don't see no ring on my hand. And it's like, well, no shit, because now that we're together, I see, like, there's no sex, which, you know, is a whole different story of, like, so you just want the sex, not the other shit. But then it's like, I feel like people don't want to say sex is high up on the list for relationships, like, reasons why things don't work out. But that's, like, 1B, just only finances, usually. is sex and money. is why relationships usually fail. So, I mean, I I feel like this. I feel like this, bro. And I I get exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. My thing is, though, right? In order for me to get to want to be with you forever, right? Mm -hmm. I got to get, I got to know what I'm getting into, right? If I know willingly Mm -hmm. that I'm only getting pussy once a month, I'm not going to even consider, let alone even think about it. And then you want to hit me with the whole, oh, well, and now if I get a ring on my finger. Well, no, bitch. Um, you need to do this now so you can get the <laughs> ring on your finger. And then you could probably, and then maybe maybe about four or five years from now, you could probably hit me with the once a week, but once a month, nah, bitch, you you, you tripping because I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> you tripping and I'm cheating. We doing what we both we might as well. Look, I ain't money. gonna lie, when you first said this whole thing, I said that nigga probably cheating. Like that was the first time. <laughs> like, hey, no, he, yeah, once a month is crazy, bro. Like that does that. That's od. Like you're just sitting there for thirty to thirty-one days, and when it's February to twenty-eight to twenty-nine days, hoping one of them days is like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, which day of the week is it? Which what do you have? I'm saying, what do y'all fucking plan that shit? Schedule it? Nah, nah, nigga. I don't. I don't even plan. Nah, I plan sex now, though. I do plan sex, but I mean. Because because it's a toss up. That's why I'm like you could think like two to three times a week is like the basis of planned, mm-hmm. but like like the spontaneous. Then it goes up to like five, six, maybe seven ish. Oh, okay, okay. You know I me, mean? but that's like the variation at all. No, but I agree with you. I agree with you. The planned sex is, and sometimes the planned sex be the best sex. Sometimes because the spontaneous one, sometimes it be like a, a quickie, real quick. You heard? But like the planned sex, like oh yeah, because now you get yourself ready. Like yeah, you go in there, you get one out before you have to go. You know, so you go in there stronger number two. Let me go take a playlist while you like you know shave up a little bit, touch up, hey. put the cologne on. You heard? Like I go in it. Like if I know I'm my, if I plan some shit, I always make sure I get one out before she come over. <laughs> that way she come over into the strong one. She's like, oh yeah, nigga, like yeah, baby, I was waiting for you. Yeah, nah, nigga, I just took care of that weak one real quick. <laughs> Had to knock that nigga out. Hold on, let me get some Sophia Costello on my shit. <laughs> Shout out to that queen. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this nigga is crazy. Yo. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> but anyways, um, so this yeah, that's why you always be in trouble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> man, she Make sure this, this, yo, damn, that's why Mona sent his ass home last week. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i heard you in the room potter nigga no go home I'm like nah what you mean baby i was up no i'm gonna go home i'm just gonna go home now i wanted to go home nigga how about that yeah fuck out of here and i ain't give up no dick i was like nah take me home stop playing with me <laughs> you know what i mean you he's ain't playing, get he's, he's playing that kendrick this is thick Ain't, Ain't free? Nah, that's a fact, my nigga. Like, yo, what's up? What's up? It was Father's Day weekend too. Stop playing me. Oh yeah, yeah. You better work for this thing, baby. Stop. It's Father's Day month, though. You know what <laughs> As a man, it's just like when you want sex, you want sex. That's it. Yeah, that's it. When you want sex, you want sex. Same thing for like your shorty too. Like, and that's why I said let her have her toys. Otherwise, she gonna buy cheat on you. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chronic masturbator, so. Side, you know what I mean? Just Yo, what? <laughs> Whoa! You know when when uh, Chappelle did that skit, he's listening to Wu Tang on the Apple, and he's going, he's watching porn. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. That's Christian, right there, bro. Nah, facts, nigga. Yo, yo I, I get have... my music in while I'm watching porn. Yo, I got like over yeah. seventy different porn videos saved. Like, cause I know exactly what I need, wh- which ones I need to get to, uh, what scene to get me off. Like, I, right, I want to just get it quick, real quick. Bah, hold on. Here you go. This, this one, Nori calls real time with slime. <laughs> nah, that's it. He said, Sophia Castello or Misty Stone. <laughs> All right, guys. Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. These niggas is calling for a cage fight. Um, I for one am asking for two one two stipulations two stipulations if this match does happen. One, the winner gets the other person's site, uh, social media platform. So not chill. Nah, you chatting. Now nah, you chatting. <laughs> nah, son. These are the stipulations, my nigga. If 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 Elon whips Mark out, my nigga, he get Facebook, and then maybe we won't get banned every fucking day, my nigga, from Facebook because Elon a little bit a little he like he ain't too hands on on tri- Twitter, true. my nigga. You're Mark bitch ass, yo. He ain't got no real nigga sitting at the table telling him what's appropriate. Like, yo, my nigga, when I say I'm a pop-up, my nigga, I don't mean like I'm a pop-up. Like, yo, stop. You need a real nigga there so he can break it down for you. Like, yo, nah, they actually just being friendly to each other, bro. Like, this is not even crazy. Like, y'all niggas be trying to ban me for everything, my nigga. And I be talking shit to my friends. And they know I'm talking shit, but you want to, you, you uncultured ass, bitch ass. Mother- All right, let me stop. Yeah, wait, uh, wait, no, yeah. that's, not, that's, not, that's my problem. If you're talking to someone random you don't have as a friend, I could get like banning you for that or like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like if it's someone you're friends with, they could just unfriend you. So they shouldn't they shouldn't stipulate how you talk to someone that you know as a friend. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Mark, I need you to fix this. Um, all right. So, uh, I need everybody to go ahead and tell him listen to CPE podcast, so he could get some direction on his fucking Facebook bullshit that he be banning niggas for. You that bitch ass nigga, yeah, Elon. Yo, I, I see. I, right, I. Right, quick question, y'all. Who y'all going for, Elon or uh, or, or Mark? It'll be Zuck. I gotta go with Zuck on this one. I think uh, Zuck. Huh? Elon Musk. I don't know, yo. Doesn't Zuck actually like practice some kind of fighting style in real life, though? Hold on. 
I don't know whether it was him or yeah, someone. He do, he do. I saw I saw a little video of this nigga boxing. No, Mark had some bullshit. It was like a fake one. It wasn't real. But no, nah, I think I'm about to go with Elon on that. So we got two for Elon and one for Mark, huh? Honestly, until Mark fixed Facebook and his bullshit, I'm going with Elon too, yo. Knock that nigga out, son. Nah. Knock that nigga the fuck out so we don't have no more fucking <laughs> Facebook bans, yo. Yo, Mark, stop playing. Zuck, put up the Facebook on the put that in the purse, my nigga. And Elon, you better put the Twitter in the purse. Matter of fact, yo, y'all niggas just need to say the winner of the match needs to give their they social media platforms a chief. You heard? Like, and I can help y'all niggas run this shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't need no team. You just need me. Everything goes, nigga. It's uncensored everywhere, nigga. Yeah, there's no hoes barred on these fucking social media platforms if I ran the bitch, yo. <laughs> Everybody getting their shit off, yo. And speaking of getting their shit off, yo, what's up with this Mariah Hill bitch? This bitch got a Zion name tattooed on her face. <laughs> oh, she do? I didn't see that one. Yo, you didn't see the video? Look at the video I sent in the chat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is crazy. Right. I'm about to go check right, right. now. Bro. Yo, you already know. I nah, was, yo. Just, I was kind of talking about her last time. Yo, yo get, getting a getting a tattoo of your partner after people come to you is crazy. <laughs> yo, what? Bash. I really hope it's not real. I hope it's like a an edit or something. Temporary, nah, bro. Nah. Nah. Bro, she is for real. And you was real. you was on your last last pod talking about oh yeah, uh, if that if Zion want to be let Zion be nah that, that, bro. That, that, this that can't get this his shit off. This type of bitch you fucking with? Nah nah nah. nah. This nah, one right here, my nigga. Off if this is this is who you fucking with? Bro. Nah, facts, bro. Yeah. Yo, Zion, pull out, my nigga. Pull away and pull out. <laughs> Stay away. One thousand percent, my nigga. Like, don't get that bitch. None of it's your too late to pull out. He already got one on the way. Shit. <laughs> yo, with his nasty ass, that nigga Zion probably got two on the way. He just probably got yo. He probably got a couple, boy. And, that nigga, and he got the bag though, so it's not like them babies ain't gonna get taken care of. Mm. Yo, but his I bag see, is gone. Nah, his that bag, bag yo, that that bag finna be gone. It's finna be gone. If, if you don't play no fucking basketball. <laughs> he out here fucking only fans and porn star bitches and can't even get on the court, my nigga. Yo, can't can't even help your man's in the playoffs. Brandon Ingram was carrying that team. Brandon <laughs> <laughs> Ingram was carrying the team. Yo, that nigga, that nigga over there dribbling the wrong balls. <laughs> Wait, hold on, that is a pause. Yeah, he was dribbling. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. All right, y'all. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into this portion of the of show that we like to call sports talk or or what did Dan call it last time? Halftime with Jay. No, that's crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> this nigga damn sure set the whole list of play of sports shit, man. Yeah, it's not even. It's, 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 it, it's not that long. Yeah, yeah nigga, what? Most of the shit is gonna be quick. But. Nigga, who? Michael Jordan sells his shares of, with the Hornets, man. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Thank God. Thank yeah, God. yo, thank yo. That nigga was that nigga was the worst, worst. Uh, he, didn't owner, bread. he didn't make hell of bread off that flip, though. I think he bought it for like 
And J. Cole got like some type of part of it too. Yeah, he got some part ownership in the yeah. yeah. He bought a stake in it. <clears throat> Shout out to Cole though for 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 think uh for progressive thinking about jumping in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because now he's a part of that shit. He going his bag is about to look different too right now. You heard? Because even though Martin too, J. Cole's still gonna rap about trying to be poor again, bro. <laughs> He's still going right around with yo, I'm not, yo, 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 I don't tolerate Jake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. Sometimes I wish I wasn't poor. It's like, all right, bro. Nah, yo. You heard what your man Cole said? I got a new thing. If you ain't tweet about the nigga before he died, then you can't tweet after he got hit. You heard? Oh, my line. I'm a lie. <laughs> J. Cole get dirty oh, here, boy. Mm, all right. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. So we've had some, some crazy trades so far uh, in, in um, NBA uh, postseason. Um, well, after season. Off season. Off, off season. season. There you go. There you go. That's the word I'm looking for. Off season. Thank you very much, sir. Um, this is why this should be your segment, nigga. So go ahead and take away. <laughs> no, we didn't. Last week, we didn't talk about Bradley Beal for real. No, nah, we didn't. So Bradley Bill is now part of the Phoenix Suns uh, lineup. Go ahead, bro. You got something? You were a crazier effect. For, okay, so because of the Bradley Bill sending Chris Paul to the Wizards, now Chris Paul is now on Golden State, and Jordan Poole is now on the Wizards. That's crazy. And it's like, and it's like what the fuck? And then KP is now on the Celtics. Tyus Jones yeah. Now on the Wizards and Marcus, Marcus Smart on the Grizzlies. Yep. Now all of a sudden the Wizards, I gotta see how what else fills out on the roster. But just saying, at least right now they look kind of decent. I mean, Poole, Tyshawn, Poole doesn't have to handle the Rock anymore as much, mm-hmm. and he can be wherever he wants to be. So maybe that's good for him. <clears throat> Tyshawn gets a chance to start. Whatever, yeah. it could probably work. But Wizards then, still ain't doing a goddamn thing. I know that. No, I don't think they're doing. I don't think they're doing shit either. But I mean, like, who else is really doing anything in the East now that Boston got KP? Who, if he, if KP stays healthy for the postseason, he's literally the perfect big man for them. He's basically just a younger Al Horford. And I'm oh, now nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. With what, I think, he, I think he's better than Al Horford. I'm being honest. That's what I said. That's why I basically a younger Al Horford, uh, where oh, okay. Al was like, you know, where KP was like at that age, where he was like, mm-hmm. okay, but he's more advanced at that age where Al Horford was. But where Al Horford is now, he's able to shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, when he did into the finals last year, Al Horford shooting threes like it was nothing. Yeah. KP on the regular basis. So. I mean, with, with, with them adding KP into their lineup, they do definitely look like one of the best teams in the East, though, right now. So. That <clears throat> that right there is gonna be um fun to watch coming up in the next season right now. See what Boston is yeah, going to nah. do. <clears throat> getting Porzingis definitely gives them some height that they need. Yeah, they ain't really have no real tall big man. When you got Giannis and Joel Embiid in the same conference, you need you need somebody with some height. Right? Yeah, you know, and we all know Embiid is about to say fuck the Sixers and come to the next real team. So you know, oh my god, bro. Miami. And B's going down to Miami. It's going to be over. Jimmy's going to find his ring. 
Wait, hold on. You think you you think you think after he got rid of Jimmy that he's gonna go now trail after Jimmy? Yes, he's gonna leave right. He didn't, he didn't yeah. get rid of Jimmy, yo. Yes, he, did. he wanted Jimmy. He talk about he missed Jimmy Butler. Oh, yep. Okay. Either way, <laughs> I got rid of him. Yeah, Tobias Harris over me. me? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the ultimate disrespect in real time. I'm like, boy, yo. you can't. Never. Yo, man, as, yo, as a Sixers fan, you know how mad I was? Yeah, y'all picked Tobias I Harris. I was just sitting there like, bro, what? Did y'all niggas that ass kept Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler? Stop fronting, nigga. You was like, yes, let's go, Harris. Nah, bro, nah. <laughs> bro, y'all would have definitely got one ring. At that least. was our closest. That was the yeah. closest we got to Jimmy. Yeah, too bad yet it'll never happen again. Cause y'all definitely not going nowhere this year coming up. Cause it's big Nick energy all fucking day. No, also, I just want to say that was probably Kawhi's luckiest ring he ever got that year too. Fuck oh, that year. was. Yeah, yo, man. If they have, I think not even KD, bro. Golden State and Clay is healthy. I think Golden State wins. Who the one exactly? They lost both of them in that series. So, bro. like a lot of people like to say, oh, KD, nah, Clay too, nigga. They lost both of them. And Clay was heating up before he just got hurt. Exactly. Clay was heating up that game. You right. He yeah. was oh man. He got hurt in game six. Yo, he was fuck Toronto anyway. Fuck Toronto. Yeah. But I'm a Miami Heat fan, so all I gotta say is we just need a big man. Let's get some big ass motherfucker. Play him in the middle. Mm-hmm. And let everyone else cook. Right. I, I, I agree, cause um, I mean, but but so you so you so what are you gonna do with Bam? He is a power forward. He is I a- like that. I like that. Yeah. Put him at four. You saw what he look. He tried against Nicola. He tr- everyone tried. He he's not he's not it. It was like it reminded me. Okay, so the one good thing I liked about these past three finals is that we saw three great all-time superstars just take the souls of the other team and just say, nah, this is my ring. From Giannis <laughs> to Steph. To now, nigga, just saying, no, yeah. it's over. And it's like, bro, what the fuck are you motherfuckers really about to do against these niggas? For like, mm-hmm. at least, the next, well, I'll start yeah. for like Giannis and like Nicola for like the next 10 years. What are y'all going to do? Unless yeah. y'all have another big man, or we got to go backwards in time to where it was like in the early 2000s and late 90s, where the only way you're going to get near Shaq or even slow Shaq down is if you had like three, four big men on your team. Just to get fouled on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, yeah. what do you do? No, oh no, I agree. I definitely agree, man. And um, <clears throat> you know what though? Even though I talk shit about the Nuggets, man, they did they definitely did deserve the ring this year. Um, even though they had a, a pussy ass road to the ring, but still they deserved Yo, it. Yo, they was the one seed, bro. Like yeah, they were the best team in the West the whole you, year. Yo, you like, get you, yo, you play good in the regular season to get that one seed, so you have an easier road in the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I get it, but it still fuck them niggas though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Congratulations, but fuck you. <clears throat> That's that. I keep the same energy all day, nigga. Fuck out of here, say. And I live here, Colorado. Stop playing with me. Come run up with me if you want. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, it definitely fuck Denver, yo. Nah, definitely. Yo, my nigga, last week I seen a total of like 70-something uh, fucking Denver hats, championship hats in my store, my nigga. I'm like, yo, that's ain't what I'm none saying, of y'all niggas was rocking a Denver hat at all. Yo, now y'all all niggas these, all got a championship all, all hat. Nugget, all the Nuggets fans finna come out the woodworks this year, bro. 
Bruh, the amount of who either trash talk Carmelo still or try to act like Melo wasn't that great on the Nuggets team because of Nikola finally getting a ring, also pissing me off at the same time. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. If that team that made nah, Melo, yeah, Melo brought them to the playoffs his rookie like, year, bro. Literally, the year after he brought Syracuse to the national championship game and won it. Like, come on, mm-hmm. son. People forget Melo was that nigga. <laughs> Nah, Melo was that nigga, and Melo need to come back one more time, man. Let him go out with a proper farewell tour, my nigga. That's why I really feel. Knicks need to get that nigga his contract, my nigga. Let him go out as a Nick. Yeah, those were great Nick years. Because yeah, if he late. come back, if he come back. Retired, bro. He yeah, you can unretire, though. He not coming back. Yeah, and, and if he come back to Denver, you will see me with a nugget hat. <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm gonna be like, go nuggets, nigga. What's up, Melo? <laughs> nah, he's not gonna go back to Denver. I know Jokic he ain't. wearing his number. Yeah, I know. Fuck Jokic too, yo. Stupid ass bitch ass nigga. Anyways, NBA draft just happened, gentlemen. Um, did we all see the draft? I read the paper. I didn't see the draft, but I saw all the draft picks. Okay, I have all the draft picks written down here also in my um, I think. The Spurs once again got a generational big man. We all mm-hmm. know. Yo, Victor uh, Wamba Bambaluma is going to do his thing over Wamba. there. Wamba. <laughs> 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 Not the <Ari> Butcher. <laughs> what Actually, that 7 for 5 nigga going to do to me? I'll beat his ass. Uh, <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. You talking about young boy. Stop playing yo, with me. Yo, you heard you, you him say he don't think he needs to bulk up. Yeah, I heard him say really? that shit. That boy is too frail. Yo, yeah, all right. See what happens when you go against Jokic, Giannis, and Embiid, bro. Mm-hmm. AD Giannis, Giannis <laughs> gonna bully that little nigga. Giannis gonna put him in the wheelchair one time. <laughs> no, uh, what was it? Because when he played, I think it was the Olympics or whatever, uh, Kenny Lofton Jr., he plays for Memphis. He was a rookie this past year. I've been watching him since he was like LA Tech. Boy's a BC six. He's like, fuck. Yeah, no, nah, he was going off in the GZ, go. Mm-hmm. Monster. But he was bullying like Chet Holmgren, and he was also bullying Victor when they played like international shit, too. So I'm like, if you were letting Kelly Lofton bully you, who's just like starting to gradually get fit for the NBA, mm-hmm. who about to get your shit right? Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Hella niggas just off for it. Mm hmm. So, so let's... go ahead, go ahead. Woke up. Uh, Scoo Henderson, good pick too. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, but our top five uh picks are uh, Brandon Miller. Yo, Brandon Miller got booed by the Charlotte crowd when he um when they said his name. You know that, right? Yeah, That's because what... that nigga came out. When he was talking about Paul George is the goat of the this goat. Yeah, said MJ was old. He saw MJ airball a free throw. This nigga mm-hmm. was talking mad shit. Yeah. Nah, he was talking hella shit, my nigga. Like, so I get why why Charlotte's like, man, fuck this little nigga, son. But MJ ain't your GM or, or owner or whatever the fuck else he was. Um, I mean, anymore. but that was MJ's. That was MJ's last draft pick. Yeah. So, so I mean, I get it though. I mean, and um, Brandon Miller is a good. I think he's gonna he's gonna go well over there. Um, in Charlotte, especially with Lamelo, I want to see them two play together. So. That'd be a nice little tandem. Um, School Henderson, though, yo, I, I think, I think honestly, I feel like had Victor not been there, Scoop would have definitely been number one draft pick. Yeah, definitely would have. 
And I think that and 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 um something that they said last night also during the um the draft is that Scoop beat um Victor Wabaluba. Yeah. So Wabaluba. <laughs> he beat him um, um earlier this year when they played against each other. So he had like 28 points too. So I'm I'm interested in seeing um how that's gonna go down between the two. They're both in the Western Conference. Um so We'll see what happens with that. I think though, Victor being what Pop is like one of the best things that oh. could happen for that young boy's career, you know. Yo, like, in Pop my got opinion, retire soon, bro. What? Yeah, Pop got to retire soon, but I think honestly, that in my opinion, one hundred and eight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the he might pull a Pat Riley. I feel like he's gonna do a Pat Riley and just go back to the office mm-hmm. and someone that he's been like rooming up. Over type shit, but he's nah, gonna be for probably. I'll give him like one two years just to like set that foundation to Victor. Mm-hmm. Then now we go. No, I agree with you. I think he probably. I I will give him two years the most, three the most, but I'll give him two years with Victor. Um, before I think Pop actually retires though, and um, and and, and honestly, if I'm being real honest with you guys right now, I think I got Pop is probably my top. He's top three coaches of for me all of all time. I was saying two, and he's not two for real. Yeah, honestly, I feel like he's my favorite coach of all time. But I know what everybody's <laughs> gonna say about uh fucking Phil Jackson. And, uh, you know he's what I mean? going to me. I'm sorry. You had two of the greatest yeah. players of all time. Relax, my nigga. Exactly. Like you had the yeah. benefit of having MJ and Scottie Pippen. Both of them were top five draft picks. Off. Then you got Horace Grant, Dennis Rodman in the second three P. Like, and then you had Shaq. Right, right, Come on, right, Shaq and Kobe. Right, the, win. Win. No. Yeah, Shaq and Kobe too, my nigga. Yeah. Like, yeah, you do need the right coach. You do need the right coach to do it. But the thing is, it really does help to have you know talent greats like with Steve Kerr. I was just about to say, what but I mean, did. yo, Pop Pop always had talent too. Yes, but, but but all right, yeah. I, but they I didn't agree. really start winning with David. Am- they didn't win a championship with David Admiral until they drafted Tim Duncan. Yeah, his rookie year, that bitch ass yeah. nigga beat the Knicks. That fucking bitch. <laughs> and I think the only reason people don't give the Spurs their true respect because the Spurs never went like back to back on nobody. They would win, <laughs> then like make it to the finals the next year, then lose, then make it yeah. back again, then win type shit. <clears throat> I think that that's one of the reasons why I have them up there too, is because they're not like it's like you said they didn't have like a super super team like they had they had great role players all the way around. You know what I'm saying? So, what are we talking about? Come on, man! All right, Tony Tim Parker, Duncan. Ginobili, Tony Parker, and then they always they had sidecatchers. Like, come on, man! <laughs> I don't think that those those are super teams. I think and and I think that those are teams that all stuck together too. Unlike like constructing a team and saying, I, I wait, 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 you don't think that's a super team? It no, was drafted everybody. That's not a super team to me. Exactly, you drafted and grew everyone up. Exactly. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know. No, no. That's just being no, good no, no, scouts. No. That's just a good exactly. You, being you, good. Would you go out your way to get a no, get to similar team and no, get pieces like LeBron? Or traded for them. No, and that's why I hate how people be Bro, talking about going to state. You got three great players. They, you're a super team. Like LeBron, Le, every team LeBron's been on that has won, that has that's been a super team usually. Except for no, even when they came back three one, yeah, super team. 
Um, yeah, because he had Kevin team. Love and, and Kyrie and, and Cleveland. <laughs> Super teams <laughs> happened yeah. after Boston, like yeah, pretty much because Boston was the first Super Team in the new and era. Guess what? When is it? Was it later? Say that again. When did the Boston team happen? Was it later? Yeah, eight, that was yeah, like, yeah, t- yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you talking about so Kevin Durant? So Garnett? a super team is only you, when you, you trade have like people. three super teams, bro. You have like three, four super teams: Miami, Boston, Golden State, and then they have another one. All of those teams were assembled together, and Golden State was the team before. All they added was KD, my nigga. It was already a yeah. great team. Adding KD is your cheat code. No, it's that's not. That's a super team. Bro, no. If that's, that's the case, then why KD, if that's the case, then why KD don't have no more rings after he left? Mm. I'm saying that's still a super team. That's no, no, super no, no, team. no, 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 no. If KD automatically makes you a super team, then why does he have no more rings after he left Go to State? Answer me that. Winning because doesn't make because a super he's team still, not, he's still one of the greatest yeah, No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You're a super team when you acquire the players. Exactly. Oh. Yo, the Lakers no, 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 had no, no. the Lakers got Carl Malone and Gary Payton and didn't do shit with that. Them niggas acquired Carl Malone. He was like, bro, that nigga was washed up. Yeah, nah, that that's they was old. They was old. You're telling me you have Shaq, you have Shaq and Kobe, and you just add Gary Payton. And you just add Carl Malone, you're going to say it's not a super team at all. No, 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 that wasn't a super team. That, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, you got to give them that respect. For that's 2005. Especially against Detroit. Especially against Detroit. No, no. Because they didn't, the only player on that Lakers team that was truly drafted was like, what, Derek Fisher and Kobe? Anyone else was signed out. With Kobe Shaq wasn't even drafted. He was traded. Yeah, yo, so. They're definitely a super team. So Lakers is definitely crazy. a super team. That doesn't. That's crazy. No, 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 we're not doing that. Fuck out of here. We're not doing that shit. And like I said, fuck Kevin Durant. It's always fuck Kevin Durant for me. So, yeah, like I said, answer why he don't got no more rings after he left the GOAT, Steph. Huh? Mm. But they needed him so much. I got one before before your ass came here, and I got one after your ass left. Talk to me nice, nigga. They needed him. They didn't need shit. He needed them. They, but they yo, needed him to be out of the they both way. Needed each other. No, they he just needed, needed them. to be out of the way and on their team. That was it. That was basically it. They just needed a nigga to hit an open three and like Harrison Barnes. <laughs> if Harrison Barnes hits those wide open motherfucking three, at least eight of them, at least hit eight open threes in that finals, they win. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Iggy hopping on a plane. To go to Southampton, to go to the Hamptons to see this nigga tells you that they didn't need him? Bro. No, they, they went to go tell nigga. him, like, yo, come play with us. <laughs> like, but that didn't mean they needed like, him. Come on, bro. They're not a super team. Like, They're not a super team. Bro, if your three main niggas were all drafted and they just so happened to hit. Yo, so so it's only a super team if you trade for people? That yep. doesn't even make sense, bro. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Regardless if, you, if they drafted or not, if you got three great players, you're a super team. No, no, no. That's just having a big three. That's not a super team. Oh my god! Bro. Oh, we got got wait, wait, so are you calling Boston the Boston Celtics the super team? Which yeah, one? Because they traded for Kevin Garnett. No, 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 oh, no, yeah. no. I'm not talking about. No, no, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the right now. I'm talking about the right now Boston Celtics team. 
Nobody cares about Celtics right now. No, 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 but no, but that's my that's my question though, because all their great players are drafted before they trade Marcus Smart. You know, that one that made it to the finals last year. If they had one, we kind of are we kind of like Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. By the way, you're talking. That's what you're saying because they're all drafted. Marcus Smart was drafted by Boston. Jalen Brown was drafted by them. JT, like if they're all drafted by them, they're all great. Are they a super team? Is that is that what you're saying? They no, it depends on the caliber of the players. They don't. They don't count the same at all. Regardless, like it depends on the caliber of the players. The Boston Boston had Paul Pierce, and they're like, we're going to get Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. How is that's a super team? Yes. Yeah, so, what made Golden State a super team is the question here. If they were drafted just like how Boston was drafted, but instead of them losing, no, instead of them losing, they won. Adding a top five player to a team at that time is making you a super team if you already have two good players. I don't know. You I... have Clay and Steph, and then you have Kevin Durant. How's it not a super team? I'm not, arguing, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. Three of the deadliest shooters. I'm not arguing it wasn't a super team, team but I'm arguing team. I'm not arguing that that was a super team. I'm arguing that they that nigga that nigga needed them. He they didn't need him. That's what I'm arguing. Fuck Kevin you're Durant. Telling me, you're telling you're telling me a whole team decided their fate on one player, but they didn't need him. Yeah, they didn't need him. They didn't need yeah. him. They didn't think of his shots, and they said, "Hey, KD." Yeah, they just needed a nigga oh to make shots. God, That's Kevin Durant just so happened to be that nigga who made shots. You heard, like. Fuck out of here. What are we talking about, son? You're and fuck Kevin Durant once again, son. Ever disrespect the Knicks like that, son? You bitch ass nigga, son. Who's wrong with you talking about coming to the Brooklyn? Disrespect the Knicks. Yeah, he disrespected the Knicks. Nobody wants to play for the Knicks. The Knicks is not the team to go to in New York. It's Brooklyn Nets. What happened to you over there? Yeah, Kyrie left. <laughs> Harden left. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> and you got Ben Simmons bum ass over there. Yo, fuck out of here, nigga. You go run and tuck your tail in and go over to Phoenix to do what? To lose again, you bitch. <laughs> All views and opinions expressed by Chris are Chris and his alone. Yo, talk to me nice, Kevin. Uh, I'll smack you in that ball spot. Stop playing with me, nigga. <laughs> I want all the smoke. All right, y'all. So... That's Let's crazy, go ahead and get bro. ready to wrap this episode up, man. We got two more bangers to get into for tonight. Uh, first, I want our guests to go first. So why don't you go ahead and introduce this song for us? Hold on. Uh, which song did you, I sent you for? I don't know. Yeah, you, I picked Depression. Uh, okay, so this one from Attract 2 Grove. I wrote and recorded on Audacity in my parents' living room about whew, three, four years ago. Now, and I wrote it from a perspective of, like, me just thinking, because in that space, of course, I was depressed and shit, but just projecting forward of, will me achieving whatever I want to achieve actually make me happy and, you know, get out of what I want to get out of, or will I still feel the same way, either way, type shit, so. That's what depression is. A free-flowing thought of that. (laughs) All right, and let's get into it. Yo, sometimes I be thinking about the future. If like, if I really reach my goals, will my depression subside? I don't know. Uh, up late trying to find the words. 
work. The one that strike a nerve, hope it really hurts. I'm outside of the zone while reaching to the boss. I'm just so fucking hot, this fan's barely doing anything. Trying to tend the beast inside. Get the closer I get to the real me, the more animalistic I become. Let's be realistic, I'm not much to look at. Yet I'm a god. I'm a god, y'all. What more do I want? I have a home and a family. Oh, I know what's missing. It's happiness. It seems no matter what I used to fill the void. I keep feeling destroyed. What am I owed? I'm glad I'm not owned. Even if my parents feel differently. Differently. I'm my own being. Being. Stringing together this thing called life. Okay. Looking crazier and crazier the more dots I connect. I hear people say they love me, yet their actions tell me differently. So I switched up. Yeah. Their positions. Word. Niggas getting lapped by rookies. Snatching up the cookies. Frustrating the bookies. Ha ha. You just can't bet on me. I'll always show the odds. Hell yeah. How you gotta be? Ought to be number one. Alright. Constantly putting in the work. Eating off my plate. No fork. No fork. It was only one path and I followed with. Closely guided by my ancestors. Twinkle amongst the stars. I know my light cast big shadows. People stay gravitating towards me. I'm truly the center of my own universe. There are many try to copy it. Yet these scars tell a story of their own. I've been down, yeah, I've never been out. Right? Even when I was living like the grouch. Now I'm sitting on my couch wondering what the next move is. So I'm really trying to figure out what I'm going to do because I'm not a fool anymore. All right, that was depression by Aphrodisiac of Abstract 2 Growth. Um, <laughs> make sure you guys go check it out. Um, on streaming all streaming platforms, right, bro? Yes, it is. All right, good shit, good shit. And uh, like I said, I got something for Prodigy for today. RP Prodigy, man, one of my favorite rappers of all time, definitely uh, top three mob deep for me in a uh, group wise. Um, so and sometimes it's my favorite group too. Sometimes they take tribe. It just depends on my mood. If I want to shoot somebody, you're <clears throat> so anyways, uh, like I said, this is off Prodigy Return of the Mac album, uh Nickel and Nickel and a Nail. This this is one of those ones you heard Alchemist. That cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, shit, nigga. Big twin, I see For my nigga, little dirty niggas. That nigga P's dug enough to rep QB from Long Island. Hempstead niggas dug their way to the top, man. As a young gun, I was like, they can't stop me. Now I'm all grown, obviously they ain't stop me. Tried my hand at drugs, that shit wasn't for me. Compared to these royalties, that shit is like chicken feet. Some chose ballin', music was my calling. As long as it sound gutter, you hear me all on Most making a year, I get off one song. And that shit is not fair to you, but fuck y'all, man. I'm still coming up on that rough side, that tough side. Nothing it was handed to me, I had to go for mine My shit is hard earned, you stumble on and shine We built this from the dirt, copy off of mine Once again, it's your homie that dug rhymes and kill beats Niggas is burnt, they running out of lines <laughs> Nah, nigga, don't ask me for shit Nigga, don't come up to me with me Two, five, two, five, one extra bullet on the side Don't run what I got in my pocket, nigga 
really want this? Do you really want this? Yeah, I got something for you, man. Come here. Check it out. Fully loaded two five. One extra bullet inside. Yeah. That nigga P bug enough to bring my gun with as wild and it's too much cops dead. Chill P, you wildin'. Fuck that, I've been through too much to start calming. Down now, I've seen too much to start falling. Off of my gun game, niggas is retarded. Won't catch P, bucket naked. Without my pistol up, like Adam in the garden, his beast out in the field. And apples ain't shit when you starving. Time for me to run a mock pardon. I'm overly aggressive with life. Too soft, man. I'm doing what I does best. Try to block me and get knocked down. Try to stand where I rock, please. Don't force me to pop these shots in your frame. Give you blood clots in the brain. And that's not supposed to bleed. How you gonna pull through with them holes in your beam? not gonna make Fully loaded two five. One extra bullet on the side. Fully loaded two five. One extra bullet on the side. You have all I got in my pocket is a nickel and a dime. What else? Fully loaded two five. One extra bullet on the side. Uh huh. All I got in my pocket. What's that? Is a nickel and a dime. Fully loaded two five with one extra bullet on the side. The Mac is motherfucking back. Motherfucking back. Motherfucking back. All right, and we are back, YouTubers. Uh, we just played some music from Aphrodisiac and also from Prodigy, uh, Depression from Aphrodisiac of Astrat 2, I believe, Grove. <clears throat> yeah, it was. And uh, Prodigy, uh, Nickel and Neil off of Return of the Mac album. Listen, man, uh, yo, first of all, we want to thank you for joining us today, brother. Um, really appreciated you coming <clears throat> through. Um, yo, it was a dope time, dope experience, man. You know, we definitely like to hear more from you. Um, I spoke to you earlier about doing an interview just so we can get a little bit more history um, about your music and everything. So we'll be setting that up sometime soon. You know what I'm saying? My guys are going to join us and we're going to do an interview about that. Um, but just let the people know where they can find you at on all your socials. Um, okay, so on IG, I am unapologetic13, spelled U-N-P-A-U-L-O-W-J-E-T-I-K-13, unapologetic, um, aphrodisiac, A-F-R-O-D-E-E-Z-S-I-A-K, all streaming platforms, spelled just like that. Um, for what I'm working on right now is a more upbeat, up-tempo stuff. Uh, I still do my poetic stuff, but it's more of a upturn, upbeat, feeling, flow. Even in the mind state of my growth of, like I said, when I did depression was three, four years ago. Even though I, it will say on Spotify and stuff, I just dropped it like last year. I first dropped it on SoundCloud like three, four years ago. And then, like, when I looked at it again, after I dropped Vibecheck last year, I was like, hmm, you know what, I'll put it out there just to see either something from it hits or just to show, like, the growth of where I went sonically or just even pen-wise, depending. Okay, okay, that's dope. 
All right, man, you know, and you guys can always check us out on IG and on Twitter at CPE Pod. CPE Pod, very, very simple, very easy. Go ahead, jot that down. Uh, make sure you follow your boy right here, also Chief Chris929 on everything uh, as far as Twitter and IG. Facebook, Chris Thomas, you already know who the fuck I am. Make sure you get your asses over there to CPE Podcast Group if you're not over there already. You know what I'm saying? Come chop it up with us. Uh Dan, um, you wanted to follow you. Where you going where you at? Uh you just froze. What did you say? I'm at the crib chilling, bro. <laughs> if you find me, you find me, bro. You said you can find me. You said you can find me at the CPE podcast. Find me where you find me. Also, you don't find me, bro. <laughs> Jay, you already know. Don't follow that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yo, fact, yeah. Season two, episode two. We are wrapping this one up. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank all the listeners out there, brand new listeners, old listeners, returning listeners. Uh, people, make sure you go share the pod. To, share the pod with everybody out there that you know. You know what I'm saying? Let niggas know who the fuck we are over here. How we giving it up over here, man? Uh, dope times, dope vibes as always. Um, like I said, we always looking to add some guests from the group. Come on. Um, we got a couple people lined up. Uh, I think I spoke to the other guy recently, um, your man Dan, so he should be joining us next week. Um, so yeah, we're just going to be locking in on a couple things, man. So make sure you guys go check us out. Um, on YouTube also, make sure you go hit that subscription button. Um, Next week, I think also uh, my, my girl's son's going to be joining us on the pod, so we'll, we'll find out about that um, later on. But either way, yo, thank you guys again for coming and tuning in and chalking us out every week. You know what I'm saying? We really appreciate you guys, yo. And with that being said, Jay, hit him with it. Uh, toodaloo, motherfuckers. Peace. Toot, toot.